Love Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. It is Tuesday, 2-22-22. Have you heard that yet today? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you have found yourselves in the sports attic. We're going to talk about sports perhaps a little bit. We're going to talk about some other things, I'm sure of it. Uh, as always, go over and find us on Twitch at twitch.com slash sportsaddict. Hit the follow button there. We are on YouTube. We're on Twitter. And we are on Facebook Live. We're coming at you live audio-wise on Blog Talk Radio at Larcher and Lawrenson. And you're listening perhaps tomorrow while you're on your way to work on the podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast, that's where you can find us tomorrow and the next day and the day after that. Or you can watch us later on Twitch as well and Anyway, this stuff gets uh, it gets archived, Al. Archived? Sure. Yeah, we have, we have an archival list. To, uh, you know, he's got stacks and stacks of these shows. Here he is, my friend. This is my partner, the one and only Alfred Ferdinand Larcher the Third. Well, thank you, Clark. You know, people are very excited that today is two, 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 two. I was a big I was a big fan of the show uh, two two seven. Oh great so show, I'm, Jack I'm, A. I'm not, I'm not as impressed with the two two. I don't understand why people get so excited about a date. Oh, I gotta take you this. know. I gotta like get this. Uh, I got you gotta see our faces. Hang on, I, it's like this is the first time I've ever done this, huh? There we go. Hey Al, there he is. There, wow, yeah. Hey. I was a little confused as to what was going. On. I thought, but you know, the logo looked fine. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if they necessarily need you to see me. So, right, well, but yeah, it's 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 good to be with you. Another exciting day, you know. Uh, we've hello, been Jack. last two nights. We've been burning things down in the neighborhood, Albany Park. Just been setting a blaze. We were uh, one we were gonna, after another. We were going to go to the Twisted Hippo Saturday night. We were looking for a place to eat. We ended up going up to the northern suburbs, up to Glenview, to Hackney's on Harms. Well, it looks like you missed out, my friend. I know. No more twisted hippo. Dude, one good thing about that, I saw a lot of people pitching in to try to help those folks out over there. There's a, a lot of other Why? breweries, people in the same industry. Give it- you know, this city does not need more breweries. I'm oh, yeah, be a populist for a minute, my friend. We don't have this, enough. This, this, this twisted hippo burns down, yeah. and everybody's crying about the city losing another brewery when you know they're insured up the ass, okay? That's number one. Number two, there was an apartment building filled with hundreds of people that burned down behind How it many... that leaves everybody homeless. Yeah, hopefully money's going for them, too. Like, I, find me they that one. no money. That find... was, it was like a housing project. Find Those me... are poor people, Clark. People are worried about the hungry, hungry hippo. Well, meanwhile, people are living on the streets over there. I care about the people, Clark. Maybe... That's why I am. That a boy. I appreciate that. Maybe somebody could find us. Worried a... about a brewery. If there's like, like Albany Park has seven breweries. If there's a GoFundMe for them, I want in on it, and I'm sure that the Twisted Hippo is going to help those folks out. I would think. I would hope. Uh, well, I think they have insurance, well. and they're going to be fine. And there's going to be a new Twisted Hippo with a better location and more, uh, more uh, entities. I mean, that where, doesn't where help. These people, these people are homeless. It doesn't help. I mean, if, if yours in my place of employment went out, burnt down today. 
like we would be out of jobs. So those folks, I hope, are going to be helped out during this time that they don't have their job while the brewery is being rebuilt. There's plenty of jobs in the service industry, and I, mean, I don't mean to be cold. Dude, there's jobs everywhere. Are. Like, there's jobs everywhere right now. So hopefully hopefully they I get back I on mean, their feet. I mean, obviously, I feel bad for those people. And, yes, if the, my job uh, had a fire, the same thing, you're, you're right. I would be out of work. Jay is asking the right question. Do the people get ice cream? Well, a gym burnt down, too. There was like a ninja gym next to that. Oh, yeah, I so saw the brewery, that. We lost, we lost the gym. We lost the brewery. And then, more importantly, people lost homes, uh, yeah. which I think is the key factor that people seem to be forgetting. But I, uh, I think, you know, if you are in a house fire, if I ran an ice cream shop, if I was Margie, mm-hmm. and, I, you know, hey, Margie. and I had my ice cream shops, I, you know, I'd allow you to go to the Montrose location only and get a, a free Sunday. If, if indeed your uh, business or home was involved in the fire. Only at the Montrose location. Yeah, only the Montrose location. Wait, where's that at? Is that right there by Olsen? Yeah, it's a, what? It's Is No, it? the, it's Montrose and like the Brown Line. It's over by uh, Kimball. Uh, Glenn's Diners right there. Isn't that right at Kimball and Montrose? Oh, no. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe that's the other way. I don't know. I don't I think know. It, you know. I think you, it's you the red line straight. now. I think it's the red line. You, you guys from the uh, you guys not from Cook County. You got so obsessed with the streets. No, I, we're obsessed with the neighborhoods. You, you're the one who says streets. Yeah. You, you, neighborhoods you, and streets. You, you call it by streets. I, well, because I like directions. I like to know where I'm going. My bad. Yeah, and what everything in Chicago is 15 minutes away. If you're from Cook County, you know this. You know where everything is already. You don't need directions. It's a grid. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Al. Man, I oh. just drove down from Lakeshore Drive. Belmont and Lakeshore Drive to here in record amount of time. I put on some Django Reinhardt, you know, because I think his music fits perfectly with, like, you know, you, you're speeding, but then you're stuck in traffic, and then you're speeding again. Uh, so we, I thought that was the perfect soundtrack. Oh, that's a great soundtrack for that. Hey, I, I got yeah, up to go to the Olive Garden today, but the person I went to the Olive Garden with didn't bring their Vax card, so no Olive Garden for you. Wait, they wouldn't let they you into the Olive record. Garden? They pulled wow. the never-ending pasta right out of my mouth. That's harsh. I, I hit up an Applebee's no Vax card asked for today. That was out in Belvedere, Illinois, today. I had some uh, happenings to do at a bank, so I went to your neighborhood grill, Applebee's, Al. Well, you know I'm writing the script for the reboot of Mr. Belvedere, so. Okay, how's that going? It's good, man. It, we're taking a dramatic approach for Mr. Mr. Belvedere. So George, you know, George, uh, Bob Uecker, uh, it's not going to be him anymore, but you know, he gets canceled for his job for saying something about gay people. So in order to make up for this and reframe his image, he brings in Mr. Belvedere as the butler. Well, it turns out his son, Wesley is on the heroin and his other son, Owen is a cyber terrorist and Mr. Belvedere fixes everybody's problems. Meanwhile, the wife, you know, she's hitting the booze and, uh, yeah, it's good. This, this Mr. Belvedere it's going gonna, it's gonna to be better than the original. You know, I, we're not going to have Leon Redbone sing the intro, which is which is definitely a downer. Wait, that's, but you, I, that's you saying the original intro? Oh, yeah. Drop kick my jacket when I came to the door. No one cares. Because I mean, life is more than mere survival, okay. according to our new arrival. I so, don't remember the song as well as you. That's fantastic. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The script's about halfway written. I'll... Uh, I'll let you know if uh, maybe you can come by for a reading. Follow us on Twitter at Larcher Lawrenson. Uh, join us in the Twitch chat over at, at the Sports Attic on twitch.com slash sports attic. 
good to see some people out there. Charlotte J. Oh yeah. W. Wilson, who uh, who I actually met this last weekend, Al. Chris and I, we yeah. We had it. We had a beverage and a bowl and a cup of chili together over at Chief hey, O'Neill's. No one called poor Al. Poor Al lives with two minutes away. Now the phone was rang. Now I would have politely declined because you know I don't really leave the house. Well, uh, you know, I, I didn't think you left the house so. that early. Hang on one second. What's that, sweetheart? Sorry, hey, give me just Clark. a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need something? Okay. I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like kids. Hey, go to sleep. Go to bed. Pass your bedtime. Oh. Ask for ice cream first, though. Oh, Wonder Woman is her favorite superhero, and it's on the iPad right now. Here's what's going on, guys. This is wow. Hazel and I are hanging out at the house alone together because tonight Vera has her first night of dance class. So she's with her wow. mom over at dance class, and... You know, they, they're scheduled to be home at 645. However, I just saw a text that they're running a little bit late. Probably uh, getting ice cream. We just, they likely, likely. We did pick up pizza just a bit ago earlier tonight. There's a fundraiser for the school PTO for Gray Elementary. If you go over to uh, Easy Street Pizza right now and you order, you just tell them you're there for the Gray Elementary fundraiser. Car, 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 Part car, of the car. proceeds you know, go to... The number, uh, one, the number one role in, in, in public broadcasting is never give your kids' names away, or where they go to school. Like, that, this is dangerous. What are they going to do? You should edit this shit out. All, all four, all four wa- people watching right now. Yeah, in, in I know. Seven, but, well, seven you're doing it now with four people, these four people we trust. But but when you when you get onto a bigger stage, you got to be prepared not to say stupid stuff. Anyway, it was really yeah, nice to meet Chris. Next time, I will at least give you the courtesy call. It came together last minute, and it, I was kind of nervous to meet a guy that, you know, I've been in contact with online for a while. When was the last time you know, that you did that? Like, it's a little bit, you feel like you know the guy, but oh, you're not sure until you see him. Oh, every day? You do this every I, I day? Do, I, I mean, I live in a fantasy world, Clark, of course. I, I, you know, I, I meet people from fantasy wrestling, from, you know, uh, fantasy football. Yeah. yeah. I meet people all the time when I leave the house once a year. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough, man. Now, uh, Chief O'Neill's had a couple nice beers over there. And uh, they had just uh, they had just remade their chili that morning, and what was it? Was that Salisbury steak in it? Oh. I, I think I think I think they had a little bit of Salisbury steak in there as well. Don't get me started on Sean Salisbury. <laughs> Guy's a con man. I mean, it was just a real shot. We sirloin. Done this many there was sirloin on the show. Sirloin was in it, Al. Sirloin. But uh, this guy, Salisbury, okay, he invented the Salisbury steak. It was supposed to be a healthy alternative, but the whole thing's a con, man. Like, you want a steak, you want a steak. You don't get a hamburger patty. It is. It, Bullshit. Salisbury steak's hamburger, right? Like, it's, it's just hamburger. straight up. Yeah. This Salisbury was a con, man. My uh, my sister today at lunch, she ordered um, a uh, – uh, they not a what, – what do you have? What do they have? Yeah, she had a sirloin. There and uh, they they didn't make it to her specifications. They they missed the boat. Well, thank you for inviting me to Chief O'Neill's. It's only like uh, you know a mile from me. You'll, you're you're on the next invite list. Like I told you, I was a little concerned about meeting somebody I didn't know. You don't know if in real life he was conning me the whole time, and now he's going to shoot me, right? Like I don't know what's going to happen well, maybe, here. Maybe maybe he stole your identity when you weren't looking. He did tell me to make sure I bring my bank account numbers with me, and that I have yeah. my wallet, and to stop by the cash station on my way. I didn't, but I, I wasn't suspect of anything. What the hell? No, I was mean anybody. It was great to meet you, brother. It was absolutely awesome. Um, fantastic. Al, that reminds me. Now, you told me to remind you to ask about 
did did a did a lady of the night try to dump windshield wiper fluid on you? Oh yeah, true story, true story. So Saturday night, you know, I finished working, and you've done it. You spend seven hours of music blasting in your ear, and, and people going, "When is my turn? When am I going? What time? When am I going?" Yep. You know, you, you start, you, you get a little uh, anxious. Yeah. So after work, I stop at the 7-Eleven to, to maybe get some crumb cake or, 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 a, or a, a seltzer water. And there's somebody, you know, there's like five spaces in front of, uh, this is the 7-Eleven, the brand new one. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. On Western Avenue. Yeah, this is a true story. Okay. And there's a car parked sideways, mm-hmm. you know, taking up three of the five spaces. So... I go ahead and I go, all right, well, cool. Uh, uh, you know, uh, this isn't right. I want to say something to this person. Now, I know very well it could be a gangbanger. Like, I feel like, eh, somebody's parking sideways at four in the morning. They, they're probably dangerous. But I don't care. I want to confront this person. I'm in a very Larry David mood to just explain to them that their parking job was terrible. So out of 7-Eleven walks, walks a guy who looks like Jimmy Buffett. You know, he's like a 60-year-old white dude with a Hawaiian shirt on. Uh-huh. Well, this is going to be easy. You know, I'll just you know, you explain to this cocaine head, you know, what's going on. So I go, I go to explain. I'm like, hey, buddy, you know, you, you're bad at parking. All of a sudden, behind him, uh, a, a lady walks out of, of the 7-Eleven with her titties hanging out. No shirt, nothing. Seriously? It's like 35 degrees. And just full on, uh, very ample breasts are just are just bouncing away, you know. And uh, she she's a tall tall a tall woman, probably about six three. I wonder um, she couldn't have been doing so well. What would she lead, was fine. What would lead to yeah. that? I don't know. So I mean, she not a care in the world. I mean, her titties were just out, man. They were mm-hmm. they were out. There was no mm-hmm. like top. It wasn't like half pulled down. She had no shirt on, and and the girls were on display. So you know, and I don't I don't think biologically she was born a female, um, but but she definitely was a female mm-hmm. at this point. And 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 th- those titties were brand new. So, I mean, uh, I'm thinking maybe she's, she's showing them off. She's proud. I don't know what's going on. But now I'm explaining to her. I'm like, look, you're terrible. Because it turns out she was the driver. I'm like, look, you're terrible at parking. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she gets up in my face. And I was, like I said, she's about 6'3". So, you know, right in my face are, 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 are her, her, ample, uh, her ample jugs. There, yep. And so she's, she's like, what did you say? What are you saying to me? Nothing. I go, I'm yeah, saying you, you're a bad a parker. Way. You are terrible at parking. Well, meanwhile, I'm mesmerized at what's in front of me. So I'm just staring at what's in front of me. And then I look, I finally like get my senses. And I look and, you know, there's a display of windshield wiper fluid there. And I see her grab a bottle. And I'm like, oh, she's going to hit me upside the head with this bottle of windshield wiper fluid. That could cause damage. Listen, I'm like, I don't know why you think you need to get violent right now. I just want you to know you're terrible at parking. Like, this is inconsiderate. Mm -hmm. You're taking up three spaces. Then I see her start undoing the cap, and I'm like, oh, she's going to throw that in my face. So I'm like, you know what? Forget this. Go on your way. You know, drive away. But next time, consider how you park. And then I went inside and hid behind the door. I think you were correct in this. And also, maybe she was just looking to have a drink of it at that point. I don't know. You think she was looking to dump it on you, dump it on your car? Yes, she was, maybe, she was getting very aggressive. Maybe she wanted to dump it. Maybe she slow wanted to, and deliberate. She was going to dump it on your windshield and do you a favor. 
No, no, no. My car was like, this is right at the door. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's it. That's crazy. That's yeah, a, so that's I almost got story. blinded by, uh, by a, uh, a large-breasted, uh, I believe she was a street performer of some kind. Okay. Um, Okay. You know, I think she was in the sex worker industry. Was not, I don't know for sure. Was not very he seemed happy. Like he might have been a John. Okay. Oh wow. Was not very happy with your uh with you mentioning Criticism. how bad of a parker she was. Three spaces. From what I understand, you Three never spaces. once mentioned the fact that she wasn't wearing clothes on the top and was just showing her, her breasts. You didn't mention that. Yeah. No. Oh. Nice. Yeah. I, you, you I don't know. What, like I like that too. Yeah, I do. Oh my goodness. A street performer is better than a street walker, Al. It is. Well, they are, unless I would, I, well, 90% of the time I would take a street walker over a street performer. You know, uh, what is so special about the guy with the one wheeled bicycle? Have you seen this guy? I mean, he rides around, he's got a bicycle, it's just one wheel, and he, he occasionally does, you know, I believe, spins around. I believe it. the term like, is who a. Who cares? You got a special bicycle. I believe the term is a u- unicycle. It's not really a unicycle. Why? It, there's not only one he, wheel? The bicycle is the wheel. He's inside the wheel. Oh, like yeah, wheel. I've seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's like you're not really that special. I mean, you're not you're not in freaking Ringling Brothers. You're, you're a guy who bought a, a, a specialized bicycle. Uh, that allows you to do spinnies upside down. Like, so, good for you. Are have you, fun. So all, I don't need to see it and tip you. All I would have to do is buy that bicycle, and then I think I, so. I'm good to go? All right. I, you know, it might take a little bit of practice, but you'll get it. You'll be making tips in no time. You so, can put your Venmo on your helmet. So slightly specialized is what you're saying. What you missed at the beginning of your story there, and I was trying to get back to your story. I'm sorry. I was a little loud here. I tried to mute myself and everything, but the youngest came home from the dance class and wanted to tell me about it. So I was listening for a second. Apparently it went well, but, you know, Lauren came down and everybody's out the door now. So here we go. What, is she tap dancing? Is she going to Arthur Murray? I think they're doing both tap and ballet. They're doing both tap and ballet. The last I heard from this class, the neighbors in it, uh, they, they were dancing to Encanto, which, Al, I don't know if you know it, but the number one song on the Billboard charts for at least the last three weeks, I haven't seen if it's been four now, is We Don't Talk About Bruno from Encanto. Yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah. Manuel Miranda's fella, he's, everything he, he does turns to, to gold. Like, it, it, you know, he did the Hamilton. He did uh, Moana with The Rock. He did, and now this, like, and I didn't know it was him, but you start watching, and you're like, well, that sounds just like the Hamilton songs. That sounds a lot like Moana songs. Boom. The kids just love it. Absolutely yeah, love it. Yeah. I hear that shit all the time here. Uh, yeah, I know. Are you getting those song requests yet at your place of work? No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with those. Wait, Bruno. no more Disney? I'll do Disney. I just don't like the Bruno. Well, not yet. You're good. No, you're, you're I'm not gonna... doing it. I'm I, I'm putting a boycott on Bruno. My foot is down. That was me talking about not talking about Ian Famous of me not talking about Bruno. That was me not. Yeah, you sure about. like to talk about Bruno for song that says don't talk about Bruno. Dude, we talk about him all the damn time. The family magical, you know. Why don't you just tell the kids this is a real easy one? We don't talk about Bruno and move on. Yeah, try that. I did. Yeah, that. that. Yeah, I will. I'll give that. I'll shove the kid an ice cream cone in his face. By the way, I bought the positivity jar. Uh oh. The update on the positivity jar. 
the damn thing shows up broken. I got a glass jar. The thing is completely shattered. And then I got a box full of marbles. So all I have are the positivity beads. I don't know if we got a Christian, Christian, Christian. A Christian? I don't know if we got to bless the marbles to make them positivity Edgy beads Christian. from marbles. But I, I, I'm thinking about having a priest on next did I? And then did I misspell positivity jar? Yeah, you don't, that, that does look. It looks spell. wrong. It looks absolutely wrong. Um, uh, it look, yeah, it might be right, though. Is it E-T-Y? Hang on. Wait. I don't, uh, I don't know. Is it there? Edge and Kristen. Yeah. No. Um, you are. Kristen. You're, you're, Kristen. But, Thank you, Wilson. Kristen. Thank you for doing it phonetically. You but, actually, you get me, man. But you are absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. You are absolutely. I got to christen the beads, man. You're ordained, though. So why do you need to call somebody in? Why don't you just take care of it all in one? Oh, Excellent point. Done. Next week, I will christen the, the beads. We will have a uh, – and then I will drop the first positivity bead into the positivity jar. Now, Clark, if you, we got to figure out what you get if we fill up your positivity jar. Oh, what do I get? Did, did we ever you come know, up with like it? you like ice cream? Maybe we should you ask like – maybe we should pull the room. What, what would I get? What do you think? I don't know. I might, I might be able to get a deal on a uh, – uh, 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 a late night hooker to pour uh, a windshield wiper over your head. It's a fetish in some uh, circles. Hang on. The CJ says P O S I T I V I T Y. Isn't that how I did it? The best meatball sub. Maybe. Maybe we'll get you the best meatball sub. Oh yeah. So yeah. So I like that's just a bad omen when you order a positivity jar. No. And the whole the whole like ordering the positivity jar was a pain in the ass. Because if you order, like if you Google positivity jar in the Amazon, mm-hmm. you get you get jar you, you get a jar with affirmations in it. Mm-hmm. So if you order that, you got to take all the affirmations that somebody put all their energy in and throw them out, so you have an empty jar to be able to put the positivity beads in. Mm-hmm. Now that seems very negative to go through that whole process of throwing out the affirmation. I agree. It doesn't seem positive. So I don't think that's fair. Plus. Being a cheap bastard, you're paying a premium for the affirmations of positivity that you're just throwing out. So the whole thing is negative, and it's just a dilemma. So I ordered a regular jar that I was going to christen a positivity jar, but the damn thing came broke, which just really is a bad sign altogether. Now, are you the type of fellow that you're going to go into your order on the Amazon and go there and say, hey – this was broken. Click that. So they give you your money back and then you can order another one. Cause yeah, you go into the order that. and you can report it, that it showed up broken and shit. Sometimes they ask you to bring it over to Kohl's. They got an Amazon stand over there and you give it to them and they take it back. Have you heard of this? There's no, the racket I'm not right there. The camera. That's just like my, uh, my Santa Claus belly, the right jolly old soul. <laughs> Oh man, too much positivity in the jar. The CJ says a gram, a gram of something very nice and sweet would be a good once you fill up. Well, I got I got my positivity. I got my high jars. Yeah, I got my little positivity jars. Those are different. Those you know, those are full of uh, goodness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If 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 it involves me having to physically leave my house to get a refund on this jar, I'm not going to do it. But don't now I am, what if you did it like while you're already leaving the house? Like you're on your way to work, you're like, Oh, I'll run by Coles first. No. No big deal. I don't I don't work like that. Oh, I'm going to the jewel. I'll run by Coles first. No, no, no you go I, I you go to the, the jewel house. at two thirty in the morning after work, right? 
Right. If it, yeah. if if they have nighttime, if Dude. the Coles has like middle of the night hours, I envy that, my friend. I like I absolutely wish that I still had that late of a job to go into the into the store at that time. You're one of what two people shopping? Well, it's disappearing. It's gone. Number one. So on Saturday night, when I almost had the windshield wiper blind me for life, mm-hmm. that was the that was the second of three Seven Elevens I stopped at. Because Seven Eleven now on Saturday night, right around the time the bars close, Seven Eleven closing, they're closing their doors. They're putting little signs up. We'll see you at five a.m. Are people being too big of assholes when the bars close? Is that the deal? Because I remember the subway around the corner from where we worked would always get just like treated like complete ass by a bunch of drunk people all night. Is that why they're doing it? That'd be my guess. I think I think after the pandemic, people they're like, you know what? Screw this. People figure like. Before the pandemic, nobody realized things could close. They're like, you know, it was myth- yeah. it was mythical. Oh. You know, like, well, if we close, we're never going to open yeah. again. That's so Al, they, that's just like the schools. The schools now, they knew it when, it, you know, during that last, uh, you know, uh, argument between the teachers and the, and the, and the uh, CT, CT, uh, CPS. Uh, they knew that they could wait until 10 o'clock to tell us if we were going to school the next day. Because kids, we, we've been dealing with this for two years now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That said, so the late, I would think that 3 o'clock to 4 o'clock is a pretty big time for 7-Elevens. Well, I would think so, too. I just don't think they want to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I, I think the, the end cost of dealing with drunks on a Saturday night isn't worth the, the you know, little spike of profit that they're going to get. Um, also, the, the fast food places are closing early. Um or they're not like I had to write a letter to to the, to, uh, the McDonald's down the street oh boy. because they weren't taking anything but uh, Uber and DoorDash orders from their drive-through, and I said, no, 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 this is bullshit. You got a sign that says 24 hours. I want a cheeseburger. Right. So I wrote him a letter, and the manager called me, and we had a nice discussion. And uh, now now they are open uh, late nights, but more and more places are closing. I cannot go grocery shopping after midnight anymore. Really? There, there's That's not, a, there's, there's not, not one exist. of them. There's oh, one yeah. place and it's like in Evanston. I'm oh, not going, tough. I'm like, that's just out of the way, man. Oh man. So that's tough. Um, so I go to Jewel. Yes. Go ahead. I go to Jewel yesterday and I, I do all my shopping cause I want to make my chili, you know, and I'm, I'm in the checkout line and I've seen this fish, lady before. Fish sauce. Yeah, you got to have the fish sauce and the cocoa powder. Mm-hmm. Um, this lady looks she, – she almost it like, looks like the last I saw my mom, you know, like a, a short kind of a stocky redheaded lady with crazy hair. But this lady is very loud, and she talks. So I get in her line because no one wants to be in her line. And then, then I find out the reason why. She starts scanning things. She starts yelling at the bag boy. Oh, that lady down there doesn't need you. You come over here. That lady, she knows oh, how to bag her own groceries. The place. Oh, boy. She, she starts yelling at the guy. And then she starts, you know, she scans my salsa. And she's like, oh, this is the best salsa. She stops. Meanwhile, she, can, she can't have a conversation while scanning. You know, when I was a scan artist back in the day, at the uh, 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 the SS Kregsky, um, you you know I could talk and scan at the same time, and mm-hmm. so you know, but she has to scan. She scans the salsa. She stops. She starts giving me her life story about how she's been broke and she hasn't been able to fi- fi- uh, uh, buy all the groceries she normally gets. And she, she has a small refrigerator, but it's okay because she's the only one in the apartment besides her, so she doesn't need to buy as much stuff. 
So she's going on and on. And I look, and there's a guy behind me, and he just wants to get his oat brand and ice cream. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at him like, I know, I wish he would shut up. So she she scans. All of a sudden, she stops scanning, and she looks at me, and she goes, I know who you are. I go, really? She goes, I know who you are. I go, well, I've been going to therapy for years to figure out who I am, and I don't know who I am, so maybe you can explain it. She goes, I know. Now, now she starts yelling. No joke. I'm not exaggerating, Clark. She's, she, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be dramatic for a story. She goes, motherfucker, I know who you are. Motherfucker, I know who you are. MFR, I know who you are. And I, I'm like, okay. I'm like, uh, okay, who, who am I? Now, mind you, I'm looking. I only have like five more things to ring out. Right. So I'm just like, please, just ring out these five things so I can just move on with my life. You know, maybe, and I'm thinking, well, maybe she knows us from when we did the Bears pregame show. You know, maybe, maybe she knows of my radio sure, past. Sure. Maybe she knows, maybe she's a fan of fantasy wrestling and uh, she knows I'm, I'm advancing in the Maybe tournament. she comes into your place of work. Maybe she saw you in the 7-Eleven parking lot. Maybe. So there's all these questions. These are all going through my head. Well, she continues to yell, MFR, I know who you are. So I'm like, all right, well, who am I? She goes, you used to work at the cemetery. Holy shit. I go, go, yes, uh, I did work at the cemetery. Holy shit. I was the lady who ran the church, the crazy Greek lady at the church. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I I remember you. Oh, my Lord. Are you serious? I was not expecting that. And then she went on and on about it, and she's like, Anytime you want to go through my line, even if it's packed, you come through my line. And I'm thinking, I got to find a new jewel. I, I do. I got to go to a new jewel. I kind of missed that part. Like, she she was the one working the line who was yelling for yes. the bag. She's a kid. checkout artist. Artist? It doesn't well, sound like that's mean, much of an artist like these, you know? Like, I wow. think there's an art to bagging and checking out and communicating. It's, sure. It's a, but I. Yeah, there is, but it sounds like she sounds like she's causing more of an issue than any. Was she calling you an MFer and working there? MFer, like loud, like That's other amazing. people in the other lines were looking over to see what was going on. Hang on a and minute. And then you went to you went you you uh you wrote into McDonald's about about their um about their late night like uh their late night yeah. thing because uh, you couldn't get something in the drive through, but this right. lady's MFing you and screaming and. Not not nary a word yeah. to a boss or anybody. No, I'm going to another. I'm just going to go to another jewel. I mean, she was being come, friendly. If, come if back to her. She's going to be friendly. She's going to take care of you. I no. know who I you used are. To have, I used to have a checkout artist. This is another true story. Well, the 3 a.m. jewel I would go to after work. Oh, she fancied would, you, if I recall. No. Yeah, she fancied me, and she would give me free groceries. Yeah. She'd be like. You know, she would take, you know, these candles are expensive. I like the candles. And you don't and want free like, groceries. Oh, like, it's, she would pass it by the scanner without scanning it. Wow. So, you know, these are like $15. Now, I didn't steal anything, of course. I, I was more than willing to pay, but she, you know, she would accidentally oh, not scan things. Absolutely. Accidentally not scan them. I, uh, I made it home some for free recently, and I was so pissed. I forget what it was. Just saying, and it, yeah, I don't know. It happened. It's easy to lose the the the, the cart, yeah. and we're riding. In, you see those at Maryland? They got like the taxi cab, the fire truck, 
So the kids write it. Put the uh, put you know something that they were holding on to, and I forget that it's there, and we don't get that thing home. Like that doesn't make it home. It pisses me off. It happens. It happens sometimes. I used to go when I could walk. So what to you're the saying grocery- is all it all balances out at the end. It does. When I used to go to the grocery, when I when I could walk, to the- I would sometimes with a little bit of THC in the system, right? That was always hit or miss how I got home, if I got home with everything. You know, like I just, I was never, never positive. Never. Can we talk about your, can we talk about your wordle? Yeah, we can. Hang on, because I, you know, I fought this for a long time. What are you, I wasn't going to post it. I was What are you doing? By people posting. What are you doing? I'm annoyed by people who post their wordles. Right? I'm annoyed by it. Like, it's annoying. That said, I started doing them, you know, some mornings, and I had this urge to post. I understand the urge to post them. Why? So now I started posting them. You realize you're the kid who runs into school and goes, hey, guys, hey, guys, hey, guys, guess what? I scored a 780 in Pac-Man. That's you. Okay. Is 780 good? I mean, it's almost, it's almost autistic to okay. be like, look. Look at my score. Look at I my mean, score. Hey, hey, nobody sure. who gives a shit. Look at my score. In this game, I don't care. Nobody cares about. Well, like, so, it's too much. Some of us want to be like that. And, and I mean, I, I suggest that, like, you know, like, stop stop following my post. Mute me or something. Like, yeah, maybe, maybe that but work. you're still the kid running in the room yelling about your Wordle. Or do like I do. And I do play Wordle. Or do like I do. I do play Wordle. Like, maybe go, well, why don't, why don't we a group where you could just share it with me. I want to see how you're doing. No. We can do a private care, group. I don't care to That's share. what I want. I want a private, I want a Wordle place. I want Wordle. Well, you, like Twitter you, Wordle. Wordle. Twit Wordle. Twirtle. I want a Twirtle. Oh, it's so Where you can just, only, only Wordle players are on this feed. And that's it. It's, yeah, Wordles. Twitter. Wordle. It's like, Liller. It's like when, when we're doing this show here and I explain to you what's going on in my Madden franchise. Did you see what happened to me today? You check out immediately. You check out immediately when I'm like, oh, you know, in Madden, I, I just picked not. up, uh, I just picked up Jonathan Taylor for the Bears. So, you know, I traded uh, Darnell Mooney for him. Right. You immediately you zone out, and you're right to do so. You know, what? you are absolutely right to zone out at that. Point. Chris is right. But He's in. Chris is. and I are going to create a private DM group on the Twitter where we can talk about Wordle. And if you'd like to Good. join it, you can. No, you don't have to have your notes on you don't have to see it but i'd love to see how you're doing i would love to see it and the other day i posted one where i did a poor ass job and you go you know if you put this out here we can we have the right to criticize you and i'm like yeah do it criticize yeah look at me being an idiot you're bad at wordle we get to call you stupid then today when i get one letter when i start out with one letter that's not in the right place in the very next word i nail it with a hell of a guess i'm gonna show that one too exciting like absolutely breathtaking you know what i think i'm going to do is this summer when when monopoly returns back to the jewel i'm going to post every time i go to jewel and i get like a free aspirin now i'm done with that fucking game by the way like it just it's too much there's too many pieces you got to scan them all into the app there's way too many pieces it takes up way too much time too much time and you're not like you're not going to win the big one. And are you really going to go back with that thing for the free little can of tomato paste? 
you know I still have four cans of tomato paste because I got free tomato paste so many damn times from that game three years ago? Make more chili. Oh, okay. Wait, does does our chili recipe call for it? Yeah. Oh, uh-oh. Uh, for, uh, uh-oh, Coach Ryan did say he had to work tonight. He's ditching work for meatball sandwich talk, not Wordle talk. Did anybody do their homework and amen. go and go try to find the best meatball sandwich? That's the thing. I did not. Well, I was not able to go and order a meatball sandwich. The I went to Portillo's today, but it was a, it was a whole incident, so I didn't end up. I wanted. I think they have a meatball sandwich there. I would assume they do, but I had to. I had other obligations I had to deal with at the time, so I, I didn't. Um, Does support have uh, the, the old meatball sandwich? I, I I would guess they do. Rygar, don't scratch at the wall, honey. Um, I would guess they do, but I'm not man. certain. I did stop at Joseph's Finest Meats on uh, uh, Monday. What did we get? And I grabbed the meatballs, and uh-huh. I, I got some meatball sauce, uh, some red sauce. And I was checking out, and the butcher corrected me. He goes, hey, you realize you're buying Swedish meatballs, not uh, Italian meatballs. He's smart. Okay. And I go, oh, yeah, that's okay. You know, I was kind of embarrassed. I didn't want to, like, you oh, know. you try like, to play oh, it off? Right. Like, oh, I know what I'm doing. That's cool. I did, but then as I was walking out the door, I go, you know what? I'm also going to, let me buy the, I'm going to go, I'm also going to buy Italian meatballs. So. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, did you, do they, they don't have the Italian meatballs? No, they had the Italian meatballs. I just grabbed the Swedish. When I was, uh, when I was there, yeah, when I was there the last time, um, uh, I, a guy was there and he had the, uh, the frozen, the frozen burgers from them there. And yeah. he had mentioned, he's like, yeah, he, he said to the guy, he said, I'm going to try these for the first time. And I said, those are the best frozen burgers I've ever had in my life. And I don't even think that does it justice because they're some of the best burgers I've had. Yeah. Like yeah. they're, yeah, they're absolutely fantastic. And we talk about this place all the time. Uh, Wilson's trying to get to 200 before the end of March, so he can't. Got to stay strong. Do me a favor, Chris. When you get to under that 200, your celebration, make it the meatball, make it the meatball sandwich, right? Oh, let's do that. That'll do. Yeah, Boom. I have to seriously start dieting. Let's go, Al. Within the next, uh, within the next two weeks. I mean, I, I have to commit to it. I'm waiting for the mask mandate to end. Yeah. Then I'm going to consider getting a gym membership. So Tuesday. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it Tuesday? Tuesday or yeah, Wednesday? Yeah, I, I might wait a week to make sure the mask mandate stays Fuck. hold. Yes, for the love and of God. And then I might. Yeah. Then I might get a gym membership because I need to start doing something. Like I'm getting really fat, like really fat. Like my fat shirts don't. They're, they're like my belly's hanging out of the fat shirts. Like I can't dress. I look like a slob now because I have no, nothing that fits. So. Dude, I, I'll talk to Charlotte yeah. J. He's holding it down. Yeah, but but Charlotte J, like, I see his post. That man is obsessive with the dieting, which is what you have to be. Sure, uh, sure. But I do like his style of spice. You know, Charlotte J, definitely, he leans on, like, uh, peppers and uh, and heat. And uh, I, I'm of the same uh, mindset. I enjoy that. So, you know, I, I like my mouth being challenged. So uh, I, I, I think uh, – one thing I, I notice about Jay is that he's he's quite self aware about this, and he and he takes the steps to to stay away from that. Me, I am self aware that I cheat a lot on the weekends. Like my weekends cheat a lot, so I'll be at a, at a weight on Friday. I get like you know I got down to like two twelve two Fridays ago. After a long weekend, I was back up. To, you know, I was back up four pounds. I'm still two pounds ahead of what I was two weeks ago on Friday. 
So, you know, I, the weekends, I got to shore it up a little bit, like just a bit. I can have a cheat day. I can't have an entire cheat weekend. That's my biggest spicy issue right pickles. Now. That's a good. I love spicy pickles. You know what? Pickles are. I'd like. Spicy I always want to. I always want to eat more pickles. The problem is, I live in the attic, and and carrying things up the stairs, I have to consider weight of product. Yeah. So, like you know, like I like juice. I love juice, but I generally don't buy juice because the weight of and the carrying and the the, the uh, amount of space it takes up in, in my uh, shopping. Uh, Call me crazy, but what if like the first, the first week you're doing this, you, you walk up with, you know, one load of things. And then the next week you do, or the next time you go shopping, bring up two loads of things and just keep on building it up. So soon you can carry, I mean, I'm saying make two or three trips. Like right now, it seems like you're trying to make the minimal amount of trips, but if you start working that into the working out of the losing weight, maybe we can get somewhere. I don't know. I'm not a fucking personal trainer. I'm just spitballing things here. So I did the I did the lap band, uh, you know, years ago. And when I did the lap band, they're like, you can't, you can never drink soda again because the carbonation could explode and you and you'll die. So I got off a of soda, and I've been really good about not drinking soda for the last I don't know five six years. And recently, I've started picking it up. And I, I mean, it, it generally is a diet, you know, like I'll, I'll have like a diet Dr Pepper. Um, I mean, I I will never buy sugar pop to have in my home. Now, I went to Portillo's today, and they're like, you want a Coke? And I'm like, yeah, all right, I'll have a Coke. But generally, I, I mean, I always go diet. But I know the diet soda is just as shitty. Like, you're not consuming the calories, which is good, but you're you're tricking your mind into doing some nasty shit. So um, I, I really just got to – I got to go back to water. It's all about water. I, I agree. The coach is uh he's cutting out the pop and the juice is uh is his things. Wilson is on what I was on. It you know, it, I am down yeah. like 18 pounds since the beginning of December. When I'm not on the weekend, I am I'm only eating I'm eating an 8-hour window, 12 to 8. That's what uh my doctor had suggested and so far it's working. And also the new medication I'm on is a bit of an appetite suppressant. So that helps. However, at at 10 o'clock at night when I've had a couple drinks in me, Maybe a little, you know, and, and there's snacks around. I start hitting that a little bit. So that's that's the issue where I get into trouble. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I, I was doing good, and then, like, the pandemic hit, and then things got bad, sure. and then I started getting, like, I started grocery shopping again and, and, and buying things, only having things in the house that are healthy. But, man, I crave fruit when I don't have fruit. Like right now, because I just went shopping, my refrigerator's full of fruit and vegetables, and I won't touch it. I'll eat anything but the fruit and vegetables. So uh, it's just – like I tried getting into salads. It was better than it used to be because the salad – like my problem is I can't eat gross salad. Like if salad mm-hmm. gets wilted, I'm I'm out. Um, but I found like a decent brand where, where the salad would hold for a week, the lettuce would hold for a week. But I don't know. I just – like I stopped eating salads. Yeah. No, I, I get it, man. I, the salads I have trouble eating because my, my teeth aren't all that great. So that's why. Oh, remind yeah, me, to, remind me to tell you Friday morning. Well, I got groceries on Thursday and um, this, this might sound a little gross, but like if I'm snacking on something, nobody else is around. I, I take the old parcels out. Right. Um, because it's a little easier to eat if you know you got to put in the the dentured rule. I feel like I'm in my 60s already, but um, yeah. So 
I had a bag like was on top of it and I pulled the bag off and the teeth, you know, they seem fine, you know, wearing them. I, every night I put them into a solution and everything and put them back in. Well, I'm heading to work about 10 to nine in the morning. And I just do one of these things, you know, a quick little chat of the teeth. Yeah. The fucking teeth fell right off the whole thing. Just came right out. <laughs> Went over to the dentist. Um, and uh, he said, yeah, uh, I can probably fix these. But you're gonna have to come. You're gonna have to come pick them up tomorrow. So I had to go to work like that. The good thing is, anybody that I see at work, I'm wearing a mask, right? Boom. Yeah. So I, you know, I'm gonna. There may be instances where I'm wearing a mask still in a week from now, <laughs> and you'll know. Yeah. And you'll know. But uh, I, I ended up. I went to happy hour that night with the neighbors and everything. Nah, I said the hell with it. And uh, yeah, so. I was without the old front two teeth for for a little bit there. That uh, I am in line to. Uh, I, I got an appointment coming up. I might get implants, Al. <coughs> wow, good yeah. for you. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, not everybody qualifies. I don't know what it takes to qualify for such. So money, we'll it see. takes money. If you have money, you'll qualify. If your credit check, uh, you know, it passes, you will qualify. I think it also has to do with like the, the framework of the jaw. Like you have to have enough jaw left, and you got so sure. much jaw. I mean, you're, you're right. all jaw. Yeah, yeah, you're a big jaw guy. So, so I think it'd be. Fun. I think it just depends on. So I think of it like a cement wall that I have over here. You got to put the little, the little thing inside of it first. I think that's what they have to do into your teeth, into your jaw, jawbone, right? And then the screw goes into that. That's what's happening. Coach Ryan says a buddy of his got the implants. He's happy with it. I'm just going to be happy with it because I don't have to deal with these teeth coming in and out, in and out, all that. It's annoying as shit. It's really rough. I blame that kid who knocked him out. That's the thing. So that's, that's, my, that's, that's my tooth story, buddy. That's my tooth story. Hey, do you want to talk about sports? Well, sure. I mean, you know, there's a, there's a lot going on. Thankfully, and please, Clark, Give me an update. Is baseball, are my hopes, are my prayers, are my desires going to come to fruition? Is baseball going to be canceled? Please tell me yes. I don't think it can survive that. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think that'll happen. Uh, I really don't think so. Um, what I think is more likely, like, of course, you know, the regular season or the spring training isn't going to start on time. But I wonder if by the time I'm there on March 22nd, if there if there won't be some spring training. That's my current I'm, guess. I'm going to tweet Major League Baseball right now and just try to start shit. Hey, okay. Major League Baseball, the players' union said your mother's fat. So I don't think that's how you should open that up with. I don't know. Um, hey. The NBA All-Star Game happened this weekend, Al, and at halftime, they, uh, they honored the top 75 players for their 75th anniversary. I remember 25 years ago when they honored the top 50 players of all time. And the last person to come in, he wasn't the, I didn't think he'd be there. I did not expect this fella to be there, and certainly he was, Al. Uh, you, keep, wow. you can keep rolling on that. A six-time NBA champion and five-time League MVP, Michael Jordan. Uh, 
one of the loudest ovations there is what that was, buddy. Imagine that. He got one of the loudest ovations in Cleveland, the house of LeBron. Um, everybody happy to see him, including LeBron James. Dennis Rodman. That's LeBron. Yeah, Dennis Rodman, too. Yep. Yep. Look at that. A little bit, little more of that LeBron. Not too shabby. Guys, everybody. Everybody. And one thing that I noticed. There he is. That was him with Luca right there, right? If you notice, Michael's a little bit, he's a little bit touchy-feely in there, right? A lot of hugging going on. This is the first time that, there he is with Steph Curry. I got to turn that down a hit. All these guys, Al, they, they all, uh, he's hugging people. He's giving them, you know, he's coming up from behind, hugging, hugging like Jerry West. Here he is, yeah. Here he is putting his hands on Dennis a little bit there, yeah. On Rodman. Here's my thing on that. You know, earlier in the day, he was down at the Daytona 500 for his 23XI, uh, 2311 team that he owns. Uh, he's currently got Kurt Busch racing in the 45 car and Bubba Wallace racing in the 23 car. Notice that he's got 45 and 23. He had been there for that. And my guess is that maybe he had a beverage or two while he was down there. And uh, really? was just feeling a little bit, a little bit more touchy there. That was my, that was my thought there. Well, you know, if you get too touchy in basketball, you get slapped. Bubba Wallace took, uh, he took, he ended up taking a uh, second place. He damn near won. It was like less than a second uh, separated him. And uh, oh, number one while I was in the stand was some kid named Austin, some Austin kid won or something. I don't know. But yeah. There's talking trash. I'd like to thank uh, Bleacher Nation Bulls for uh, for sharing these here. Here he is hugging Jerry West. He comes up from behind with the hug. More proof that uh, maybe he had maybe he had a little more. Uh, maybe he was just slightly lubricated. You know, that was just that was my thought. I don't know. It was good. The All Star All Star Weekend was what it was. I, uh, Clark, if I was the greatest basketball player of all time, I would never be sober again. <laughs> Fair. So, I mean, good for him. Absolutely. I I agree with you completely, my friend. Our, our one degenerate friend, Scott, won uh, some DraftKings. He won. Uh, yeah. won he took first place in a, a NASCAR tournament. They won uh, $500, $500 off of that. That was in the Daily Fantasy, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, and some DFS. Uh, I've been looking at some golf numbers. I've been looking at some matrix uh, for for the golf to see if maybe I maybe I could blow a little money playing some uh, golf daily fantasy. But, okay. Uh, I haven't pulled the trigger yet. No. I want to do basketball, and I I, I want to approach basketball from a pure game theory, uh, uh, fantasy game theory aspect where like I, I'm I'm worried about it and just focused on how the numbers work to to be profitable um, and not concern myself with the actual game of basketball and see if that's possible. Cause I know there are DFS players who do that. You know, they'll, they'll, they play football, but they don't know anything about football. They don't care about football, but they know what, what numbers to look for and what the design of a proper fantasy team is. But the problem with basketball is 
you really the data drops the day of the slate. So, you know, if you have like an eight game, nine game slate on a Wednesday night, the data drops that afternoon because it's based on who's playing and who's not, because obviously minutes in right. basketball is extremely important to, to a daily fantasy player. So I just haven't been able, you know, I sleep most days. I mean, I don't right. get up till, you know, on an early day like today. I mean, I get up at three o'clock would be an early, um, but you know, most days I'm up at five at five and you know, the games out of the tip off is at about six for, for the hardwood. So, um, I haven't been able to lose any money at uh, basketball, which is kind of uh, depressing. Well, I'm sorry. You haven't been able to lose money at it or win money? Well, I, I would guess, you know, until I really started grasping, you know, it, it's a learning process, you know, with anything. So mm-hmm. before, I, before I have the confidence to be able to gamble properly, you know, it's going to be a lot of losing until, until I find my way. Is there any DraftKings for the USFL that starts in April? Yeah, there might be. And do are there any of the be. sites there to help you out? You know, cr- crunch some numbers and whatnot. That's. Yeah, I mean that's the key. Like, is Fantasy Labs who just charged me? I think they they just upped my year subscription, and I think it was wrong. Mine just like, upped I, mine I, too, and I uh and I went back and let them know. I'm like, hey, I usually only use it in the season, and uh and they're giving me the refund. Yeah, yeah, I think I could have gotten the same thing, but. Uh, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to hold it because right now I have access to NFL, NBA, MLB, golf, NHL, mm-hmm. NAS, MMA, and esports. Okay. I wonder if esports is still active. Esports? Yeah, like you know, gambling on kids playing video games. Okay. Oh wow. That's, There's a slate coming up. That's wild. Um. So it, the USFL held their draft tonight. They're going to be doing football here in April. And uh, the closest team to us is the uh, the Michigan Panthers. And they drafted former Michigan Wolverine quarterback Shea Patterson with the first pick overall. It looked like they're picking all quarterbacks. And I rem- there was another league, maybe the UFL a few years back. All the teams seemed to pick a quarterback from a, a big college near them who, yeah. who didn't quite make the NFL. I think that's just a good idea for a big ticket seller. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, th- those are those systems are about um, drawing people to try to make a profit for your sport. You know, it's like the NFL, it's about winning the game because the game is, you know, uh, the money is already in the game. Like in the NFL, you don't have to worry about selling your tickets because you have TV rights that, that really – it's where all the money is made. So, but like, but like a, a localized sport, you know, where you're not going to sell out stadiums, you have to find ways. Right. Are you frozen or are you just, okay. All no, right, I was just sure. looking at it. Like uh, they had like some, you know, famous people making the announcements. Like the guy who made the, uh, made the announcement for the general's first pick was uh, Michael Strahan. Sure, sure. Uh, Warren From Moon, Tom Regis and Kathy Lee, I remember. Warren, New- Warren Moon made the announcement for the uh, for the Houston Gamblers. Cool. Mm-hmm. Dabo Sweeney making the call for the uh, Stallions. I'm not quite sure where they're from, but uh, yeah. Oh, Terry Bradshaw did for the for the Pittsburgh team. They did a good job of getting some guys like that for this draft to try to get some people behind it. Drew Brees did an announcement there. 
I don't know. Uh, I'll probably try to throw it on in the background for a little bit. What I liked when I think I think it was not the UFL. There was another league a couple of years ago. Was when they put the referee, they put a camera on the referee while they were making the decisions, and I just I enjoyed that a lot. Right now you have the NFL. They do have a, a guy in the sky watching, and they'll come to the referee's ear and change calls as you go. But why don't they just put that out there so we could see them making those decisions? I think the NFL could benefit from things like that. If we could see, this is why I'm deciding that that is not pass interference because of this. If we can hear their explanation, I think it would help out a lot. Now, on the other hand, I don't know if that's just going to take up way too much time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Now, the game theory I thought was you don't play the same players, two highest ceiling players from the same team. You don't do a run back. What was that for? Uh, Fantasy uh, basketball, daily fantasy basketball. Okay. I don't know. Bales has a book. Bales does have Jonathan Bales has a book on it. I might just have to read. Okay. It's okay. What does Ferrari say? It'll be nice when Aaron Rodgers retires now because Bears don't have to do it because he gets Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. People are bitter with Aaron Rodgers. I love it. I think we need more people like Aaron Rodgers in football. Well, I, I just, I'm, I'm good with him going away. Why? And I'm good with him getting out of the division. Like, get him out of here. Like, go. Okay. Go to Denver. Right, then, go and enjoy your time thing, there huh? and kick some ass. I think we need more people. Who, who stir up shit in the NFL, you know, bring back that Colin Kaepernick, you know, uh, put him on a team with Aaron Rodgers. Like, I think it'd be fun. Like, you know, let's have a little fun with shit. Hey, um, I don't know. We'll see. All right. You talked about the topless hooker. You discussed yeah. the, the positivity jar. Broken positivity jar. Um, the uh, meat thermometers, Al. A while yeah, back, I was getting a new meat thermometer. And I got the one, you know, that you can, you know, you, you, you plug it in, you connect it to a, a different box and you got an app and you can leave it in. And then your app, your, your app on your, you know, will tell you when the chicken has gotten to 165 degrees. I like it a lot. However, I've just realized it's way too much to take care of on the daily. And there are times when I just want a simple meat thermometer that has the, you know, the, the numbers at the end of it. And you can just stick it into that steak to see how far it's come. This other thing maybe good for like making roast on the, on the grill, you know, you leave that there and then it'll go off when that roast is ready. Right. Like that could take an hour. This is my argument when you got it, Clark, I told you, you didn't need this. Like I, you just be a man and get a meat thermometer, stick it in the meat, take the temperature, pull it out, wipe it off and you're done. My, my counter argument to that is I think you need both. Cause I might be making a roast where I want to, I want to be able to jump in the pool and then I want to hear the phone go off when it's ready. That's what I want to yeah. do. So you go ahead. Hey Siri, set the alarm for seven minutes. No, you, you let the you let the thermometer tell you when. Oh, thermometers! You yeah, do. These uh, technology is taking the fun out of everything. No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So you remember when I bought my my uh, candle lighter? You remember this thing? Uh oh, bring it back. Tell me about your candle lighter. Well, we we made a bet that this thing wouldn't last three years. Oh. Um, and and we set we set a date on the phone. We told the phone to set a reminder that's supposed to go off, and then you owe me a steak dinner when it does. How long um, ago was this? And this was like two years ago. I mean, I think any day now, this phone could be telling me you owe me a steak dinner. Anyways, so it always looked like a taser to me. Like, look, 
You know, like it's got the little electricity yeah, there. Yeah, be careful. So, don't don't taste the cat. So the other day, I finally touched it. I finally, I couldn't help myself. I'm like, all right, you know, I, I know it's gonna hurt. I know it's gonna burn. Mm-hmm. Let me just see what it's like. It 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 stung, man. My whole arm went numb with like electricity. So it is a taser. I think they're selling kettle prods on the uh, on the uh, Amazon disguised as uh, candle lighters. Well, maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe. But it does light the candle really well. Okay. Do you, you think it, it's been two years since we discussed that? I do, yeah. That phone is going to tell me that I owe you a steak dinner again. It was right around, it was right around when you were defending Jesse Smollett. That's, oh, so man. how how long that Dude. was? I mean, it was definitely pre-pandemic. I thought I thought for a bit there that he could have been telling the truth, but nope, not even close, not even close. Let's go to the Gale Street Inn sometime now. Yeah, last time I went there, they, it was uh, shut in. Like you could, like it was past the, the pandemic. You know where they started letting people back into restaurants. They're like, nope, carry out only. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna carry my ass out of here and go somewhere else. Damn. No, yeah, some of them were, were taking a few extra precautions. Um, you know, they might have just had a had it inside the, you know, somebody who worked there might have had it. So maybe they were, you know, being a little bit extra cautious. What is that? What? I don't know. What was that? What, toothpicks? Mm-hmm. They, they clean your teeth. Oh, weird. Wild. I've been watching a lot of Johnny Cash, Johnny Carson lately. Really? Yeah. Yesterday, his guests were uh, some lady, some lady race car driver. So Johnny, Johnny, and the lady uh, got into a, a, a race, but they used golf carts in the uh, uh, hallways of uh, NBC studios. And then his next guest was a young up-and-coming comedian by the name of Jerry Seinfeld, and he let he let wow. Jerry sit down and talk to him. And then after he, he got the uh, invite to the couch. He got the invite to the couch. He got one quick segment after that, and then they brought out uh, they brought out this new talk show host uh, by the name of Oprah Winfrey. Oh wow! See, there may not be people who remember that the invite to the couch on the Carson show was a huge deal for a yeah, comedian. He, well, he was an asshole. Like if Carson you, was? If you read no, if you Google Johnny Carson, you'll realize like he he was a prick. Like, I love Johnny Carson, and in my mind, you know, he's like this old grandpa type and could do no wrong. So I love Johnny Carson, and I have an emotional attachment to him. But if you, like, read up on Johnny Carson, Johnny Carson was not a good dude. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, Was he just an asshole to people on the show, comedians, everybody? Oh, everybody. I mean, ex-wives, you know, uh, his his co-workers, uh, guests he didn't like. You know, he he was a very uh, uh, he, Johnny had some problems. You know, Johnny was a like a lot of comedians. He was a pretty dark person. So sure, yeah. And then he liked the booze. You know, he liked the women and he liked the booze. And you know, just uh, listen, I like I, I love Johnny Carson. Oh. Me too. It sounds like you enjoyed the show. What what you man? Oprah must have looked pretty young. Yeah, man. It was it was. Uh, a Chicago talk show host. Well, she was syndicated at this point. You know, she 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 was bragging about like a hundred hundred plus stations. Uh, Jerry wasn't very funny. Uh, Seinfeld, uh, I think he kind of tanked. To be honest, I didn't think it was very good for parents. Really? And, but he uh, still got the invite. 
He must have impre- he must have impressed him backstage or something beforehand. He was funnier. He was funnier on the couch with Carson than he was in his stand-up. Like he was doing some bit about you know uh, trick or treating. It must have been around uh, you know Halloween. Yeah. And then uh, Rob Lowe got bumped because uh, Don Rickles went long. Talking about vacation stories. So at the end, does he, he have to, to go, Asia. sorry to Rob went, Lowe? Yeah, yeah. He went to Asia. Don Rickles went to Asia with his wife. And I can't repeat any of the jokes because sure. I would get canceled. Sure. Um, back then. So, but that, yeah, John, John, Don Rickles just got back from Asia. So he was telling about his uh, his adventure going on vacation to Asia. So Rob Lowe got uh, canceled. You know, Johnny's like, well, wait, maybe he can come back next week or Maybe two weeks from now, we'll we'll try to get Rob Lowe back. But yeah, I miss that. I, I you know we should we we should invite guests on and just not get to them. Um, I'm in favor of this. I like I like in the olden days when dude. It's, I used to love Tom Snyder. I used to stay up and watch the Tom Snyder show, and I would love when he would go long and he would bump guests. Except the one time he he bumped uh, uh, Waylon Jennings. He didn't bump Waylon Jennings. He went long with Roger Ebert. And Waylon Jennings got pissed off and just left. No kidding. Because yeah. it was time for and him. Then, so they come back. They come back from break. And, the, you know, uh, Tom Snyder does the intro. He's like, well, ladies and gentlemen, our next guest here is a, a prolific country and Western musician who's uh, revolutionized the country music industry with set songs as Amanda, uh, Cowboys. Uh, Mama Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up To Be Cowboys. He's done a lot of work with Willie Nelson. And he's got a brand new album out. Uh, coming out this week, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Waylon Jennings, which I would be saying, but unfortunately, Waylon Jennings has left the building. He, he's on an elevator right now, and he refuses to come back. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. We're just going to take calls. That's yeah, that's amazing. That's yeah. Sign me up. I'm in. That's wild. Didn't love the Seinfeld show. Maybe it was before my time. You know, it's on Netflix right now, and I'm rewatching it, and I'm like six seasons in, and I, it's fantastic. Okay. It, it is you are enjoying it? That's I've seen that Seinfeld in stand-up. Didn't think he was that great. Love the show so much. Not great stand-up. Agree 100%, Coach Ryan. Uh, I don't think Jerry is a good stand-up, uh, stand-up uh, comedian. I think he was a better comedic actor on a television show that really Larry David was the brains behind. I think uh, Seinfeld... No, Patrick and I have had this conversation. He, he's come to that conclusion as well, I believe. Yeah. From what I Seinfeld on uh, talk shows needs it to be very prepared. The questions very prepared. He's asked, I believe. I believe he's the one. And if if the if the host goes off a little bit on it, Seinfeld's a little bit thrown. I don't. I, I, I wouldn't say that. No, I, I didn't get that impression. From well, I mean, maybe back in the day he didn't have such demands, but then once yeah. he became who who he was, I don't know. Maybe maybe that changed. Um, Snyder was the one who hosted the later show after Carson on NBC before Letterman got a, got a gig, right? Yeah. Before Letterman got late night, didn't Snyder have a show after him? Well, Carson, Carson hated Tom Snyder. He thought he was boring. Mm -hmm. He didn't think he was very entertaining, but Letterman loved Tom Snyder. So in Letterman's final contract with CBS, the late, late show was taken over by Tom Snyder and Tom Snyder was more, he did more of an interview 
uh, style show. You know, it wasn't as, as focused on comedy while still being funny, mm-hmm. but it was more like, you know, hey, I'm going to sit down with this guest. We're going to take some phone calls. It, it was more like what a podcast is today. So, And we're going to have a good, like just a good conversation. Oh, like a podcast. Yeah. I like that. There's a great there's there's a there's a really interesting debate if yeah, you look if you google if you google Tom Snyder and Howard Stern okay Howard Stern was appearing on Cosell's show you remember this Cosell guy did he have a talk show I think it was Cosell it, it was one of those guys though it was like a Henry a Winkler guy. interviews Tom Snyder. No, no. No, no. Howard Stern, Tom Snyder. Oh, I but see. Later with anyways, Bob. Was he on later with Bob Costas? Was he yes, the guest that's what host? It was. Bob Costas was out, so Tom Snyder was filling in for Bob Costas. And Howard Stern is on, and Howard Stern calls out Tom Snyder on the show like, hey, you know, this interview is really uncomfortable because I could tell you don't like me. Why oh, don't wow. you like me, Tom? And Tom's like, well, you know what, Howard? You've said it. I'm going to say it. You're right. I don't like you. I think your brand of humor is garbage. Uh, I, I don't think it's very good. And, you know, uh, Howard's like, well, this is, so you see, now finally we're having good television here, Tom. And they go into this big debate about shock jocks and, you know, what broadcasting should be. Uh, re- really cool, really cool video. Wow. You know, if you uh, if you want to see a kind of an interesting debate, I just shared it in all the in on all the chat platforms there who, for people who are watching. Beautiful. Definitely a moment in time that was pretty cool of uh, two two titans who had different takes on what broadcasting should be. And ultimately, I mean, Howard Stern was right, you know, that uh, you can use the platform for however you feel it should yeah. be used. If you want to use it for comedy, you know, go for it. No, you know, don't. Tom Snyder's like, why, why, why should I care how big your turds are? You know, don't. I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's a funny juxtaposition between the two men to I, I i i'm interested to watch it after our show folks i just shared it here you can bookmark it save it for later and then watch it maybe i'll tweet it out later so folks can see it there too at larger lawrence on twitter on twitch sports attic uh twitch.com slash sports attic we're on youtube we're on facebook live and then grab the podcast later please grab the podcast later wherever you do maybe even on spotify we could use a few more Spotify listeners. Oh, no, no. We're off Spotify. We're off, oh, yeah. We, we are, are off, Spotify off of Spotify. Until they get rid of that, that pederast, uh, uh, R. Kelly. I refuse to be on any platform that has a pederast on it like uh, like R. Kelly. You know, uh, um, urinating on children. Like, that. that's what's on Spotify. So I refuse. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just shared it on our on our Twitter page there. It's right there. Oh my gosh. Um I uh I grabbed a new subwoofer right after I met up with Chris. I went and uh, a guy on Facebook Marketplace, I went over to his house to pick up a subwoofer. Now, Al, should I be concerned about going to somebody's house? He was up there in Norwood Park, uh up up around like uh 7000 oh, West off of yeah. um off of Devon, I think maybe or maybe a little further Nothing north. Nothing but criminals off of Devon. Uh-oh. All criminals. I don't know, like it's all Facebook. criminals. Devon is all criminals. It's like Cicero. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I, like he couldn't. He couldn't. I, I wanted to get it before the Super Bowl, but he flew out of town. So 
He was back into town Thursday night, and uh, I went over there Saturday afternoon. He asked for 110 bucks for this subwoofer, Polk Audio. I'm replacing, I think it's about a 14-inch subwoofer that I got that's really it's in. Um, it hasn't worked for a long time. It had a buzz to it that Lauren never liked. She's never been big on the surround sound thing either. And I got the old, like, 5.2. I don't got the sound bar, you know, like all the kids have these days. Um, so I, uh, he has 100 bucks for this 8-inch. He played it for me. Uh, it worked fine. I mean, he wanted to make 100 bucks, right? Yeah. I wanted to end the, you know, the, the conversation there. So I was thinking about offering him 90 but I offered him $100 right there, right? Quite the negotiator. Yep. Yeah. No, Coach Ryan, it, 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 there's, there's a, lot of, a lot of cops up in that neighborhood. And, all, he, and, and all cops are criminals. And, and he, I heard all cops are bastards. That's what the liberals tell me. No. Um, I mean, some are. That's for sure. Uh, but not, yeah. Anyway, no, I think, yeah, this guy was a, was a, was a supporter. But uh, 100 bucks for that, for that subwoofer. I gave it to him. He said, yeah, that's, that's a solid deal, right? Like if I'm, if I'm selling, he waited waited 30 minutes for you. Oh yeah. Wilson's right. I, I, it it took a little longer to finish the beer over at chief O'Neill's. Well, time is money, my friend. You should have, you should have paid full price. I asked him, I go, should I pay him? Should I pay him full price? Should I pay him full price? If you show up late to my negotiations, you're paying full price. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, it worked out. Like uh, I got, I got it. Hundred bucks. He said sure. He was totally fine with being late and everything. It didn't seem like he had much else going on in his day. So that's where we ended up. Nobody, nobody but me really would bitch about people being late. But inside, internally, you know, it's steaming them. If you're selling something, you're going to ask for a, a little bit of a higher price than what you want, so you get the price that you want, right? I'm, I'm a straight-up negotiator. I give my final price to, to the beginning, and that's it. So if you're buying something, you're going to show up with the exact money they asked for. You're not going to say, hey, 10 bucks a little bit less? Is it a mattress, or are we going to bed? If he's asking 125 or something, you're going to, you're going to say, hey, here's 100 bucks. Wait, a, a mattress? Yeah, you can negotiate mattresses. Why? Well, because you, were, you used to sell mattresses. Right, I was a mattress salesman. You started selling a place of rest before you went yes. and started selling the final place of rest. You went from mattresses. My specialty to, to uh, cemetery plots. My specialty in sales are resting places. Yes. I'll be at final or nightly. I uh, was with you one day when you damn near had a, had a guy sold on, getting, on purchasing a statue of himself. And I mean, and you knew everything you could tell him. And, and I mean, that's got to be a hell of a price for your final resting place for your stone to be that. Well, here's the deal. You know, if you're like your age now, so like, uh, you know, you're 40, you're going to drop dead probably within the next 30 years. Sure. Oh, maybe 40. Hopefully. You know, if you're lucky, maybe 50. Maybe I don't 30 know. years. But, but let's say you have 30, let's say you have 40 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, you, you outlive the average lifespan of a male. Yep. If you start now paying, you know, let's say you, you, you want a statue, because this is what I want. I'm getting a statue in front of the cemetery, in a, front lifelike, of a, life, a lifelike statue of myself in marble holding, you know, my complete likeness, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be holding an urn like Paul Bearer. Yes. And then when I die, I'm going to be cremated, 
and I'm going to have them put my ashes in the urn of me holding my statue of the urn, and then people from all around can come and pay, you know, tribute and honor my life at at my statue. Now, something like this is probably going to cost maybe $30,000. Right. And like, and you're, you're, when, when are you saying you're going to pass away at this point for, for this $30,000? You know, let's say I live 30 years, 365 yep. days. That's 10,000 days. Uh, so we'll round it up 11,000 days, $30,000 divided by 11,000. You know, really I'm paying like $3 a day for the there rest of my life. So just put in yeah. $3 a day statue of yourself. Yeah. Uh, you know, you do 30, that's, you know, $80 a month. So, I could cancel like two two wrestling subscription services. I could get rid of my pro wrestling tees, you know, uh, or t-shirt your, your order box and shirts every year. And instead, I could have a statue forever, a lifelike statue, a beautiful statue, and that hopefully nobody tears down and desecrates of me holding my own urn. How beautiful is that? Oh my goodness. Al, I know you're no longer in that business, but can you get, can you get somebody somebody who can hook us up with? I if I spend a dollar a day on this, yeah, I could probably get something fairly nice for myself if I make it another thirty years. Well, you got to think you it's you, right? Your wife, you have two children. You know, hopefully they'll get married, right? <laughs> yeah. They'll have kids. Don't you want the Lawrences all to, to be in one beautiful plot of land? Can we together? all have statues of ourselves, like right well, maybe there? Just, maybe you just have a statue of a giant L. A hashtag, statue of an L. What's your little hashtag? Like a low, low, low life, low, low, low sin. You, you have like a ha- low thing going. Uh, uh, it, it's a. Uh, it's Hazel Marie Lowe. That's hers. Like, yeah, like you, you have can get own. a statue that's Hazel Marie Lowe. Hashtag Hazel Marie Lowe. Can I put her hashtag on it? Are people putting hashtags yeah. on their on their stones these days? I Listen, do. I you... will need to talk to you soon because uh, I will be getting a stone this year. We're finally, you know, we, we've got we've got a dad sitting in a you know in a in a nice thing over at my sister's house, but we're gonna buy the plot next to his parents and stuff and uh, and put See? a stone up there. Now, if you would have bought this plot, you know, 15, 20 years ago, you wouldn't be worried about it. The burden is now on you. You know, your father, great man, wonderful I mean, uh, high school basketball player, but he, he laid this burden upon you, the living. You can take that burden off of your children by pre-planning today and really, you know, making a commitment to your afterlife. In all honesty, it's not that big of a burden. He did make sure there was going to be enough money around for said thing, and there is, like – Okay. He provided the money for this. It's not going to be a $30,000 statue of himself, although it would be like him shooting a basketball hoop or something, probably. But what probably would have cost him $800, you know, 15 years ago is now in the $3,000 oh. range. So not That's the only. Thing. What if he would have paid for it 15 years ago, $800, yeah. and now we had it made? Would we have to That's fine. spend no, no, in between, no. or does he get that price? He, he gets that price. What most likely what they would do is they would lay the stone without any inscription. They would lay the stone without the inscription. Okay. Yeah, so you would pay for like the oh, granite. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. You know, you go to a cemetery, you'll mm-hmm. see that. You'll see like uh, oh, yeah, you you see, know, Clark you Lawrence see in 1978 through. The birth date. Yeah, a lot of times uh, somebody's spouse is on, the widow or the widower is on there, right? Like 
Correct. You yeah, see yeah, that a lot. The dude sat yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. Usually. yeah. I've seen. I, I know some some folks who did a who do a bench. Is was that popular? So so their loved one could come and sit on the bench, and remember them. Well, I've seen that sometimes. Here here's the deal. Different zones of the cemetery have different rules. So, uh, you know, this happens a lot where people will buy plots in the flat only area where all the headstones are supposed to be in the ground yep, flat yep. and they'll want to put up a bench. Well, the benches don't belong there. You can't, you can't allow benches there. Well, so they'll be very upset. Then why would so you buy a plot buy, where you can't have a bench and try to put up a bench? Well, because it's been the family, you know, it's been the family oh. plot for, you know, 80 years and they didn't think that, you know, they'd need a. Uh, you know what Rocky Balboa did? Rocky Balboa just left an old crappy chair up against a tree, pulled it down and went down and sat down next to Adrian's, Adrian's yeah. resting place. Do that. Buy an yeah. old crappy chair, bring it. You got uh, you got a place to sit. Carlos, the grounds guy, would throw that thing out immediately. Oh, would he? Man, yeah. the, the grounds the grounds people around where I work, I left I left some things out for a second. They got it. Threw it right away. Oh, if people get pissed. So there's two cleanups generally a oh, year. Oh, like, you know, people come by and lay things down for their loved yeah. ones. I, I understand. Right. I respect that. But you do have to clean it up a little bit sometimes. I'm sure of it. Right. Like, if you lay down a bunch of shit for Mother's Day, you know, and next thing you know, it, it's it's the 4th of July and there's still Mother's Day stuff. You know, some people are going to complain. They're like, hey, yeah. it's a mess in this cemetery. No, we want to put up flags yeah. because it's now the 4th of July. And, uh, you know, Grandpa was in the service. Yeah. Yeah, people get that. All they do is bitch. All, if you work in a cemetery, all you're dealing with is people bitching about, you know, uh, uh, the, the land around their dead people. Yeah. It's, it's a racket. I get it. I, I mean, I understand people being upset when it's gone, but I also understand the need to need to clean it up. You know? Yeah. You yeah, got to do, do. Yeah. Wow. But people would put – they wouldn't read the signs that, hey, you know, the annual cleanup is coming Wednesday. And, you know, they'd be like, you know, oh, I put that Christmas tree up every year for my father. It's, it's a very meaningful Christmas tree. It's like, well, yeah, but it's in the garbage now. It's, it's fucking March. My favorite was the, your stories of people having parties after they buried their loved ones. Just oh, yeah, yeah. rocking out in the cemetery. Just dances, booze, yeah, going like crazy at the cemetery. Not afterwards over at the local pub. Uh, which I, you know, I've been a part of a lot of those, you know, the Irish wake, you know, you go over and you, you, sure. you, you drink some damn beers afterwards. Yeah. No, but right there, huh? right there at the cemetery plot. And you know, the, I mean, the tough ones were when the gangbangers, cause then you'd have to have the police, um, actually. Well, because like, would, uh, would members of a rival gang come by and like, shit yeah, there might be the, there would be the drive by. Yeah. <laughs> The cemetery is a whole place, man. It's a whole, uh, whole world. <coughs> There's a great video game. Um, I think it's called Grave Grave Digger, where you you you're you're, uh, you're a skeleton and you basically run a cemetery. And uh, you know it's a lot of work. You actually you actually do the autopsy on the bodies, and then you you know you oh, bury wow. them and you got to clean up the cemetery and then weird shit happens. It's we um. Game. We did lose quite a few of our viewers while during our cemetery talk somehow. Really? Yeah, I was. Intrigued. I would think that was the most compelling part of the show. I was intrigued. Yeah, me as well. Brilliant. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I wonder as well. Well, we'll we'll, we'll look at the matrix and maybe the numbers will discontinue any cemetery talk. Sure. I'm I'm truly disheartened by that. <laughs> 
Me too. Uh, what else, man? What, 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 what didn't we get to at all here? Um, I know WrestleMania season starting to starting to wind up. It looks like yeah. the, the chamber happened the other night. The chamber happened. It was a, it was a fun time. Uh, yeah, Brock Lesnar is is a good guy, and it's it's been a lot of fun. And uh, you know, Cody Rhodes. I guess that's the big news. So there's this guy Cody Rhodes who his father was Dusty Rhodes, and he was mm-hmm. he was a famous wrestler booker who at the end of his career went to the WWE and they kind of treated him like garbage because, you know, he was, he was from a rival organization. Mm -hmm. So one day his son, Cody goes, Hey, Hey, uh, you know, I want to be in the main event. And Vince McMahon's like, yeah, but you you suck. And he goes, well, if you think I suck and I can't be in the main event, maybe I should go elsewhere. Mm -hmm. And Vince is like, well, all right, I'll let you out about your contract. So they let him out of his contract and he puts together this list on Twitter and it's all these things he wants to do. And it's all like it's like the hipster list of wrestling. Right. You know, I want to I want to I want to wrestle in Bola, the Battle of Los Angeles. I want to I want to go wrestle in Japan. I want to I want to wrestle this guy. Uh, wasn't Goldust or Rhodes? Yes, Goldust is Cody's brother. Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Different mothers, um, different mothers, different generations of the family, um, but but they are brothers, and they're not very close. They're what about seventeen years apart. Yeah, there, there's, there's a huge gap there. So Cody, so Cody goes and he goes on the indies. And then one day this wrestling uh, nerd, uh, Dave Meltzer, who, who does all the reporting for wrestling, he goes, he goes, hey, did you know it's been like 30 years since any company outside of the WWE has sold more than 10,000 tickets? Well, Clark hears this and immediately Cody hears this and Cody goes, you know what? I bet I could sell 10,000 tickets. So he, he books a show. Uh, Clark Clark gets tickets for it. We end up in the. We that was, end up in the that was before row. Meltzer blocked me on Twitter. Meltzer blocked you. Wow, that's yeah. a nugget. A lighthearted. I commented about a tweet, and I said that's a five star tweet. Well, apparently he doesn't like that. So you you lose you lose positivity beads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cody says, "Hey, I bet I could do this." He does it. He sells out the Sears Center. Here in uh, Hoffman Estates, is that right? Is it in Hoffman Estates? Yeah, yeah, we went. He sells out. He sells out Hoffman Estates, and then there's this uh, this fella, Tony Khan, whose dad is uh, Nick Khan. He's a really rich man. He's he's uh, you know like a, a Middle Eastern fella who bought the Jaguars, uh, the terrible franchise in Jacksonville, and he goes, "Son, I would rather see you enjoy my money while I'm living, and I can help guide you." then you just get it all when I die. So here's all this money. Go start your little wrestling company. So Tony Khan sees what Cody does. He signs Cody. He makes him an executive vice president, brings him into the mix, and they start this wrestling company called AEW. Or as Dan Housen thinks it's A&E, Root Bear. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. A&W, so, Root Bear. A&W. So, so, so Cody's a part of this, and he, he loses a match that he'll never um, a, a challenge for the world title, and he brings his wife in, and everybody hates his wife. His wife is not a likable person. That's been yes and no, right? Like that's being reported, but other people, like a lot of the wrestlers, are saying no. I'm going to ask some wrestlers they, didn't hate them, and others others were not a fan. I'm talking about the fans. I'm talking about the fans, not backstage. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, backstage, Wade Keller, the other wrestling nerd journalist, claims that nobody liked the Brandy Rhodes backstage. But 
Um, we don't know. I mean, that's speculation. Mm-hmm. But the fans hated her. That right. that was one hundred percent legit. Mm-hmm. And so Cody does all these. He cuts this like woke promo that misses the mark completely. You know, like on Martin Luther King Day, he like cuts a promo about how you know his wife Brandy Brandy is black. So he cuts a promo about how like well we're having a child we're having a child. You know, our child is going to be mixed, and that's what the future is. And, and, like, all the liberal fans are like, yeah, this is weird. Like, this just didn't hit the part. And all the conservative fans are like, yeah, what the hell is he blabbling about? Right. So nobody liked that promo. And then he, he went on this jingoistic promo about, you know, being American and the all-American Cody Rhodes. And in, in, in today's climate and in today's world, you, you can't really be uh, jingoistic anymore. So, so, so that nobody liked him for that. And people just started – Clark was his only fan at the end is what Uh-oh. I'm getting at. Yeah, at the yeah. end of the day, Clark was the only person who still liked Cody Rhodes. Wow. So people started booing Cody, but Cody refused to be a bad guy. So he would come on television, and he would start talking as a good guy, and the entire crowd would start chanting, shut the fuck up. Yeah, wow. And they meant it. They didn't like him. So his contract runs out with AEW, and Nick Khan says, hey, we'd like – to re-sign you, but we just re-signed Daniel Bryan. We just uh, re-signed. You're CM talking Punk. Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Yeah, yeah, Tony. Nick Khan's right, in right. WWE. Actually, yeah, so. Yes, 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 yes. So who's his father? Who? Is it Chad Khan. Tony Khan is Chad Khan. Chad Khan. So Chad and Khan. Nick Khan like runs is currently like the guy running the WWE. Yeah, non-related. There's yeah, another Khan yeah. right. who runs non-related. WWE. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, Cody says, "Hey, look, you just hired all these guys. I'd like to make as much as they did. I'm one of the I'm one of the reasons this company exists. Plus, I used to be a booker here in this company, and you've kind of taken that power away from me. I would like to either have my booking power back, and I would like to have more money. Mm-hmm. I would like to have top star money, which I deserve." And uh, uh, Nick Khan said, "You know what? Um, no." No, we're just not interested. And Cody's like, "Well, you know, I'd really like, I'd really like this money. Please pay me more." And he's like, "Nah, you know, we're not going to pay you what we're paying CM Punk. We're not going to pay you what we're paying Daniel Bryan. Said we're going to pay you good, but you're not one of those guys." Right. And Cody said, "You know what? Screw you guys. I'm going home." And then he 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 packed up his uh, American flag tights, put him put him in his bag. And him and his wife, uh, they, now, he's now signed with WWE, allegedly. And he's going back to WWE, which is a great deal. because in the, And they've signed him for a lot of money, big star money. Yeah. In the, in the beginning of all of this, Cody Rhodes wanted to go prove himself on the indie scene to come back to WWE to be a major star. And in a sense, that is exactly what the guy has done. So, wow. you know, he might be crazy. A lot of people think he might be a little delusional. He might be a megalomaniac. Um, there, there may be some mental issues with this guy because he believes his own shit. But at the end of the day, he did exactly what he said he was going to do. And I, th- I think it's a wonderful story. And I don't know what the WWE is going to do with him. They teased a little bit on Monday night. Wait you know, they, they, they mentioned uh, that there was a slight mention. The yeah. crowd didn't pick up on the mention, which was not a good sign for Cody. Oh, that was on um, Monday? Who? Yeah. When did they mention it? Like, what do you know? The Miz said something like, um, "Okay, my my partner, because he was teasing. He, he has a yeah, a, a new partner, part, a different partner from somewhere. <laughs> it, it, it turned out to be Logan Paul. I saw that the internet station. Yeah, um, he 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 was well, he was teasing it. He's like, this guy's a big star, and he's a dashing young man. 
And, you know, Cody Rhodes used to be dashing Cody Rhodes. Oh, okay. Yep. The crowd, the crowd didn't pick up on it. I don't even know. Not. Like, I, I, I understood where he was going with it. but Yep. Not many know, did pick up on it. Yep. So there wasn't like a chant of Cody. Yeah, like but that's a nod at the internet fan right there. Because all the internet yeah. fans will find that out even if they didn't know it. Sure, sure. Right? But you wanted, you wanted the arena to start chanting Cody. Sure. And that's it. Okay. Uh, maybe if they would have made a Stardust reference, because that's how that. I think I think they would have had to in order to get the crowd to catch it. Yeah. Because I didn't remember the dashing Cody Rhodes. I don't think the average fan at WWE remembers that. But uh, test or Christian? Edge. Christian's an AEW, right? Edge. Edge. Edge cut a nice promo where he basically put an open challenge out, mm-hmm. which very much could be answered by Cody. Yeah. Paul Heyman said that Brock Lesnar is fighting, has to fight, you know, uh, defend his title at Madison Square Garden in a couple of weeks. And if Bobby Lashley can't go, which is reported he can't, some there's going to be a mystery opponent um, oh, for the he, world title. He teased it. So that could be Cody. Um, I don't think that's going to uh, be, but that, that actually would be really cool if it was. Yep. And, and somebody else uh, uh, cut a promo basically looking for an opponent. And uh, you know, very well could end up being Cody. So, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see where Cody lands and um, how they use him. If they treat him like the big star that he thinks he is, and 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 um, they treat him, and I think because they invested so much money into him that they're gonna have to treat him like a star. And the question is, how how much does Vince McMahon value him? Because I don't think Vince McMahon sees him. I don't think Vince McMahon still doesn't see him as. Bigger than, say, Brock Lesnar, who's really over right now. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, I This WrestleMania season is huh. going to be interesting. The Cody Rhodes thing is very interesting. Yeah. There's I, a lot of telling stuff. I'm Yeah, I'm interested to see who, like him back there. It's it's just, a, it's yeah, as you mentioned, it's compelling, the entire thing, like where he's, where he went and everything. And I just didn't expect the reaction of crowds where he was to not be receptive when he first started the, you know, the journey outside of the WWE. And that's where it ended up. Uh, The crowd wasn't behind him. And then he went, Oh, wow. Yeah. Al, that could make WrestleMania a whole lot of fun. That's interesting. Um, There's Hunter Helmsley. uh, Triple H has had some uh, quite a few injuries. And I think he had an issue recently. Like, did he have to slow down because of a heart issue or something? Didn't they announce Triple H had some something that happened? So is oh, there, he had a heart attack. Was it a heart attack? Yeah. Wow. So then there's no, um, yeah, there's no chance that he, uh, that he, um, yeah, he can't go. We have no idea. We have no idea what's up with Triple H. Triple H was running NXT. He has a heart attack. And while the dude's like laying in the hospital bed, Vince McMahon and Nick Khan sweep in and fire everybody, all of Triple H's soldiers. Oh, yeah. And take over the brand. So, you know, there's rumors that there's, there's huge, you know, rift within the family right now that. Triple H, when they first hired this Nick Khan guy, Triple H and Stephanie dumped a whole bunch of their stock. Yep. And and because of this, Vince McMahon took it very personable. And there, there's a war within the family 
And uh, it looks like Triple H and Stephanie are kind of like in a really bad spot right now. Then, of course, Shane McMahon, his other son, just got fired. Um, Okay. I think it'd be interesting if they brought Shane McMahon in back to manage Cody Rhodes. Sure. But but, uh, I don't don't see that happening. But, yeah, man, it's – I can't believe he's going to get main event status. That's crazy. That's a success. Like, he succeeded in what he said he was going to do. He went and built himself up. But what what level of main event status? There's, exactly. There's big there's Big E main yeah. event status. You know, guys like Big E and uh, I don't think he's know, that Paul much better King, than that, right? Seth Rollins, Kevin Owens, those are main event guys. AJ Which, Styles. Yeah, but that's not a bad place to be. No, that's not a bad place to be. But that's not the main event, which is Roman Reigns, sure. Brock Lesnar. Sure, but I don't know, think he's that. Lashley at this point. I, I don't, don't think, think he is either. That, but. I mean, I still think it's a success where he's gotten back to. But remember, I mean, wrestling is fake. Right. Wrestling is scripted. I've, I've heard that. And if you could tell a compelling story, yeah. you know, Cody's not bad in the ring. He's not great in the ring. Sure. You know, you know, it, most of those guys I just named at the level, the, the non-real main event level, but still main event. The, we'll call it the upper mid card. The mm-hmm. upper mid card, most of those guys are better workers than Cody is. But Cody could still put on a great match. You know, one of your favorite matches ever was one we saw live, right? You, I mean, yeah. you talk about dude. I uh, the, the, I enjoyed uh, that match with all this for the NWA title. They built that story so well. I mean, his dad had won that that NWA World Title. Yeah, yeah, and they built that story up when he won that at, at All In or All Out, All In. Yeah, I, I could never get him right either. No, that was All In. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was fantastic at the first one. It was absolutely. A great story. The, one of the biggest pops I've ever seen at a crowd, ever. It was great. Yeah. It was an electrifying moment to be a part of. That, that's for certain. And, you know, it's interesting because Cody is a guy I've always disliked. Even at that point, I'm like, there's something about this guy I don't like. Mm-hmm. But when I saw him at Wrestle Kingdom in, in Tokyo, I thought he had one, one of the better matches of the night. When we went and we saw All Out, I was like, man, this is really compelling. I'm enjoying the Cody Rhodes stuff. Yeah. So I've always I've always disliked him because he's just not a likable dude, but I've always enjoyed what he does within the wrestling world. So, yeah, it's 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 going to be really interesting. The ego on him clashing with the ego of Vince McMahon, going up against the ego of Tony Khan. You know, yeah. can Cody and Vince combine their ego and make a super ego? Yeah. That, that somehow you know propels Cody to to a higher level and he starts really you know becoming a big deal in this wrestling war that's that's starting. I mean, this is like uh, the Ukraine and Russia right now. So yeah, we wouldn't get. I mean, I don't think it's quite that, but uh, it's not like we can get um, the uh, Triple H and Cody thing. Like a one percent chance or less, right? Yeah, and I don't even think it's that compelling, to be honest. I mean, I get but, it because Cody destroyed Triple H's crown yeah. in AEW, and there was he something else I think down. that Triple H had said to him before, or oh, he had called AEW a pissant company, and Cody yeah. was there, and now look where he is, kind of thing. I think there's a few things to try to build that on, but I'm with you. It's probably not that big of a story. I just and then wondered. meanwhile, in New Japan, uh, they just had Logan a big Paul match or Jake between... Paul? Logan Paul? Jake Paul? 
I don't know. Which he's Paul? Not, he's like, I don't know who he is. Okay. But he's a big deal to some people. It's one of those things. Yeah. And a big deal to me, but he's a big deal to other people. And that's, you know, that's yeah. big in wrestling. If you're a promoter, you know, he's, he's a guy who's going to draw. Absolutely. Even if he's not a draw for us. Yeah. So AEW pay-per-views in a couple of weeks. It's actually on a Sunday. I'm starting to so, like that, like that uh, card a little bit. Are you going to be in town, or are you are you going away to Arizona for the first time? Oh, what date is it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm gone the 22nd of March, so we're a month. Oh, away. I think it's early March. Okay. All right. Yeah, we could probably watch that. Let's take a look. <sighs> Shoot. Yeah, we'll see. That would be fun. Um. I don't even know what it's called. Man, it's hard to find information. It's called Revolution. Is it called Revolution? Yeah. How do you know this? Because I I watched a little bit of it. Um, Yeah, I got the card right here. We got um, Keith Lee uh, versus Wardlow versus Powerhouse Hobbs versus three other people in the face of the Revolution ladder match for the AEW TNT Championship. Sure. For a future match for the AEW TNT Championship. Jurassic Express, the tag team champions uh, against Christian Cage. Or no, with Christian Cage against uh, somebody else. CM Punk versus MJF. In a dog collar match. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? I I just watched in Japan a dog cage match. A so, dog cage match. That's wild. Was that yeah, the, dog the collars object, in object, a cage? Well, there was a giant uh, dog cage at ringside, and you had to shove your opponent into the dog cage to win the match. Oh, Yano versus Minoru Suzuki. What? Wow. And, uh, you know, that sneaky-ass Yano, he, he found a way to, to trick Suzuki into the cage. Oh, amazing. And, uh, and won the him. match. Wow. That's crazy. No, uh, dog collar matches where you are literally wearing, uh, you're wearing a dog collar that's connected right. to the other wrestler, right? You can't get away if you get uh, down. It sounds so silly. I, I think they've been doing a fine job of uh, building it. So Dr. Breaker with uh, Rebel and Jamie Hayter in her quarter uh, looks to be defending against Thunder Rosa. You may have heard Al and I talk about her at the Warrior Wrestling Show recently. She's, she's a really great, she's really great in the ring. I think yeah, she does a good job. Awesome People get behind her a lot. They they tell her story real well. And Bray Baker's really over the champion. Uh, they took their time giving her the championship belt. She was already kind of, you know, one of the faces of it, right? Oh, that's the cage, huh? Al's showing the cage right now for those. Oh, yeah, well, he lost the match. Now they're wheeling him away. Oh, Locked in the, the cage. cage. That's so silly. Like, that's so... Wow. He's also, like... The guy, the character, he's one of the like most deadliest men in the world. Yeah, like he actually was at one time, and, and like that's also his character. So, you know, it's just kind of funny that he's in a dog cage being rolled away like a like a madman. You know, by the by the young boys he usually beats on. So, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's wild. The main event was good though. It was Okada versus uh, Naito for the world title. Oh, that's Naito. cool. Dog cage match. That's so weird. Um, uh, 
And then uh, so far, uh, Hangman Page, the world champion, is going to defend against Adam Cole. Bay, bay. So let's see Boom. where they go with that. Yeah, it'll be, it'll fun. be fun. And it is. It's yeah, March sixth. Um, that might be a bad night for me, but yeah, why is that? Um, I, I just I was looking at the calendar trying to remember. Um, we have something. I remember for that day for that Sunday. Well, what is it? What do you got? I don't know. We're, we're hanging. We we we're making plans with other people as a family. Well, cancel them. Tell I'll them see what you, I can do. Watch... All right, well, I'll just watch with somebody else. It's fine. I'll see what I can do, Al. No, 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 no. Don't worry. You go. You go. You and the neighbors. You know, you don't see them enough. I still have to look at the schedule. I don't know for sure. All right. You all and right. the neighbors could have your little cookout, and Fair that might be. It's fine. Mm-hmm. I get it. We, they're doing it on a Sunday again, huh? Didn't uh, WWE just have theirs on a Friday or on a Saturday? Well, it was in Saudi Arabia at like noon. Oh yeah, that's right. Did um did Brock F five him off of the uh did Brock F five somebody off of the top of one of the pods? Yeah, yeah, it was pretty badass. Um and who uh Lashley got knocked out right away, right? Right, right. There's they wrote in an injury for him. Isn't he really hurt? Yeah, there, there's rumors that he has a shoulder issue mm-hmm. that probably needs surgery. Okay. So he lost the title. That yeah, me and W. Wilson might be getting together for uh, for uh, some AEW. We're, we're going to you know, shoot some uh, whiskey. Dude, I would love that. Wrestling. That'd be awesome. You're not invited. And I'll try you, to make it, got, too. No, okay, fine. You got plans, you got plans okay, with the neighbors. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Then I'm. I won't even look into it. Is it a think tank? Is it's it a think tank no, event? No, it's not. It's you not. You think tank get together for some giggles? It's not. It's people that uh that I haven't gotten to see like friends that I haven't seen in a long time, and we haven't hung out with with their kids and stuff. And now we are. Oh, their kids. More the kids. So yeah. Forget this. Forget it. Cancel. Dude, Al, you've got to understand. Like um, when. The reason why it's like that is because when kids are hanging out, keeping themselves entertained and busy, um, like, and you get to spend that time just having real conversations with people again, that's why. Like, There's the no real conversation. It's, it's, it's conversations like this, like, Joe, what do you think social- about? What do you, hey, hey, Margaret, what do you think about the gas prices? Boy, what it's do you, you not, think? Of, hey, hey, like Hazel, Hazel, Hazel. It's not all down, like honey. the movie. Honey, like, it's not down. like the movie. No, 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 no. Don't fight, honey. That's you guys similar. can't, no, it's no, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, these gas prices are out of control. I don't know. You think it has to do with the pipe, The pipeline? No, Is something to do with the pipe? Hazel, Hazel, put that down, honey, please. Don't yeah. put that in your mouth. Nope, nope, no. You're gonna lose. Hey, you're gonna lose positivity. Did you, hear, did you hear that alarm going off last night at two thirty? Oh my, that was just something. Two thirty in the morning. You know the kids have their window right over there, and that alarm was just going off. Well, were they trying to sneak out to get ice cream? No, I took a look. No, they're not sneaking out. No, not the house alarm. A car alarm outside. No, the uh, the neighborhood's pretty. The neighborhood's pretty Stop. good. I'm a little worried about hey, my so pool. Put it down, honey. Put it down. Put it down. I'm a little worried about my pool. Um, you know, the tarp that I put on it normally collects the water and everything. Um, and it did, and then snow, but I don't know if everything got so heavy, it ripped. I think it ripped the tarp, Al, because uh, oh, no. the pool filled up with water instead of the tarp filling up with water. I went to go pump it out when it finally melted a little bit here. Um, 
and it's all under it the tarp. Like a so I don't, tarp. I don't know what I'm going to – well, I've had it for like I, – I, I used it for three seasons. I'm going to guess I probably shouldn't have used it for three seasons. But it seemed good to uh, me. Tarp cares because of snow? I th- it gets windy as hell, and it moves that thing around. That's the issue. Um, the live blog talk listener is going to be – I think we've had a lot of wind, a whole lot of heavy winds too. If you think about it, there have been like 45-mile-an-hour winds yeah, since I, I put wind. that on there. Huh? I love wind. And we have a lot of houses to kind of block the wind a little bit, but a lot of times that, that wind's howling around. You know, like sometimes you end up downtown, the way the wind howls around – some of the buildings there and it can smack you in the face with negative 10 degree degrees yeah. off the lake. You know that feeling. Kaze, Japanese huh? for wind. Kaze. Kaze. Nice. Kaze. Oh, man. Well, brother. What else do you have? Good night to the live blog talk listener and we'll sign off everywhere here in a few moments. What else? Yeah, what else do I got? I got a. Uh, so I saw that I saw the movie with the, uh, you know, uh, the mall cop guy is a uh, he's, he's Sean Payton, and uh, oh yeah yeah yeah. Over. You told me to remind me to tell you about that. Sorry. Yeah, I yeah. He, I was trying he, to look at those He takes over his. Uh, he takes over his kids. Uh, you know, uh, high school team. Or I don't even know if they were a high school team, and uh, yeah, it's weird. The whole movie was just strange. Like normally, I enjoy the mall cop guy, Paul Blart. Yeah, but it's a movie. You know, I, yeah, it's a movie. Oh yeah, I, for a bit I thought I used to think that it was a TV show, but then then I got corrected on it. I couldn't remember which it had originally been. Like it's obviously not Sean Payton, but they just call the character Sean Payton. But he looks nothing like well, him it, and acts nothing like him, or what? It's based on Sean. Didn't Payton. we say Kevin it James? Is, it yeah. is Sean Payton. Yeah, yeah. and it, I believe it's based on a true story. But the characters around Sean Payton are so ridiculous. Like, oh, okay. Um, I can't think of the guy's name. He's in uh, Kevin James. He was from. No, 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 not not Paul Blart. He he's he was on Saturday Night Live, uh, but he's like a goofy character on it, and like, you know, the defensive coordinator is like an overweight alcoholic. A bus driver who who has a uh, like a pedophile vibe to him, uh-huh. and uh, uh, you know the, the, the just like the, the characters are so ridiculous. Like I don't, I just didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, I watched the whole movie. I, right. I got to say, it was it was kind of entertaining. Sure, but I sure. Well, let me get to that. Name. You know, um, uh, I'm trying to Eric. No, um, I'm no, sure. Rob, I think it's Rob Schneider. Oh, ninety percent okay. sure. I'm thinking Rob Schneider. Wow. Yep. Let me pull up a picture of Rob Schneider. Then I'll know. It, it, well, Sandler. No, Sandler was a producer. Hang on. I'm uh, I'm trying to grab this. Hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely Rob Schneider. You know, so Rob Schneider always plays weirdos. He plays Sean Payton's ex-wife's current no, yoga-loving, peace-loving uh, boyfriend. Oh, they, they made a bad movie. Yeah, it's, it's a bizarre movie telling this weird story. Why would you go with that when, I mean, they could have, you know, like there's a lot of good sports things that come out. I think you could do it a whole lot different rather than that tongue in cheek, very, I don't know, farcical comedy. Is that the right word? Yeah. Farcical. I got to tell you though, I refuse to watch the uh, Kurt Warner movie. I haven't watched it and I don't know if, why, why do you refuse? What's yours? 
I've never really, you know, Kurt Warner is the Diamond Dallas Page of football. Oh, okay. Like he's just he reminds me of Diamond Dallas Page with the getting into the game late in life. And but it's a great story. I mean, if that's a wrestling character, that's a great story. The wife looked like a bird. He's bagging groceries. He's bagging groceries. He loves his God. He never enjoyed the story. He's the, I don't know. I don't know. It's a good story. A lot of people do. I'm saying saying a lot of people enjoy the story. I saw somebody say that they went in to watch it thinking it was going to be bad. Like I'm thinking after school special bad or made for TV movie, you know, on NBC. Maybe not after school special made for TV movie Friday night made for TV movie. But I I heard somebody say something like that and then they enjoyed it. That's the Kurt Warner one I'm talking about. But here's the thing. Most sports movies you're going to enjoy. Yeah. Like there's very few. I mean, you get, you get a, a movie about a Jamaican bobsled team and I'm all in, you know, yeah. like I can't think of a, even kids sports movies, little giants. I'm all in. I'm yeah. fine. I'm in. I watched that recently. Did some DT I, the other day. I had the kicker come in and sing karaoke one night. From the little giants. From the little giants. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> Wait, how do you, how do you get to the point where you know that's the kicker? I mean, do other people realize that he's the kicker in Little Giants? Well, he came in and he put a song in, and as he was on, as he was putting the song in, some girls like, "I know who you are," and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's me." And it turns out he was he was in as some Disney singing? movie. Huh? As he's singing. As he's putting the song in, like he's in line putting a song in, and the girls behind him. She's like, I know who you are. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's me. And I, so he finishes, he puts a song in. I go, hey, who's that guy? She goes, oh, he was in this Disney movie. I go, okay. So now I spend like the next hour on, um, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Google, trying to figure out who this guy is. And then finally, I, I don't remember how I got there, but I'm like, little giant, kicker. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I'm, I mean, I'm trying to find it myself, and I, I can't find it based off of what you're telling uh, yeah. me right now. But he, 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 was, he was an Asian kid. I mean, that might uh, narrow it down uh, slightly from the cast. Oh, I, I imagine oh, they did the glasses, the fat little kid. Like, I mean, I was a fat kid too. They would have done the same to me. Wow. Okay. That's amazing. It's so weird because I'm like pretty close to their age. I must be from when that movie came out Marcus in 1994. Pucci. What is it? Marcus Toji. Okay. All right. Wow. Let's see what else he would say. Let's see here. Uh, Little Giants. He was in The Patriot, The Terror. Wow. He did more. He did some, I mean, some like The Patriot, that was a, I think, at least quite a few people saw it. Was it yeah, Matt I don't know Gibson? how big his role was in The Patriot. But sure, he but he was in it. Absolutely. That's wild. Um, yeah, I can't find that out. Now we're getting to the part of the show where we're just Googling things. Yeah, so Toji, he must have done some television because, I mean, I don't think she knew him from the Little Giants. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't know. Um, Yeah, you saw the, yeah, that Sean Payton movie. I will... Should I just turn it on for a bit, background or something, just so I can see what you're talking about? Yeah, I mean, I think if you start it, you're going to end up watching it. Oh, man. Okay. 
He was on Criminal Minds. He was on the Criminal Minds. Workaholics. Okay. The Goldbergs. Yep. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was on House. I love House. It's a great show. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I mean, my guess is he's a character actor and, you yeah. know, a very small parts in all of these, but. <clears throat> sure. The West Wing. He was on The West Wing. Okay. As boy number three. Do you think that if you, if we lived in LA, that we would have just like, you just audition? Like, like if that's a, the move after Second City, move to LA, you know, yeah. get a, try to get a day job and then, uh, would you get buddy, some roles on TV shows like this more often because you're just showing up and they need somebody who yeah. looks like you? They could say three I think, lines. I think you 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 get more. Uh, he was on the Wonderful World of Disney. I bet that's where okay. people knew him. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Well, you know, our friend who's who's actually been on this show in the past, uh, Martin Morrow. Yep. You know, he he was a stand up here in Chicago, main stage at Second City. You know, he moved to L.A. And if you watch the Super Bowl, he was in two commercials. Yep. So I remember yep. I was sitting there eating my cheese dip. I'm like, holy mm-hmm. shit, there's Martin. I've so, seen him in a, quite a few national commercials, and those pay a good clip. Like you're, yeah, doing, yeah. you're mean, getting, you're doing pretty good work. If you're in a commercial that plays for a year, and then you're in Super Bowl commercials, you're making pretty good money for a Super Bowl commercial. He was the black guy in the commercial, like a Toyota uh, commercial or something with the garbage. No, there. I don't want to. I don't want to be my, like my parents. That series of commercials. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old guys teaching the teaching the people how not to grow up to be like their uh, parents. And he's he's the black dude who's reading the book on submarines. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And the old guys like, uh, who else reads books about submarines? And he's like, my dad. And he's like, exactly. Like that's Martin. Okay. Yep. Like that that commercial got a lot of airplay, so I think people remember that one. I think so. Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see it now, even if I missed it. I didn't get to watch all of the commercials. It just it didn't happen. Well, I don't care. Well, because you had too many kids running around. Hey, did you see Hazel got ice cream at the uh, Blackhawks game? No, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. Good. that's, good. Um, that's good. Get. So I, you know, we get to the seats a half hour early. And everything. Um, and I say, hey, I'm going to run and I got to use the bathroom. Uh, Lauren's like, you want to grab beers? So I got us beers. Well, I'm not just going to be the parent that's just buying two beers for, for us. I got to get something for the kids. They really, you know, I, I don't want to pop for them. We actually did let them try pop the day before uh, at, at the restaurant. But anyway, um, I don't want to do that. Wait, wait, so whoa, whoa, so whoa, 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 I see ice cream. They've never, hold on. They've never had pop before? No. Not this young. It, They've never tasted pop? No. I mean, what, well, what no, the... they got some at Grandma's house. Grandma's house, you, you go to a Grandma's house, you're going to get some candy. You're going to try pop for the first time. Yeah. They had, they had pop it? there. So, but this was the first time you gave her pop. What kind of pop was it? Green River? Green River? Yeah. You're starting off on Green River? Uh-oh. That's genius. You'll never like any soda. Okay, perfect. There we go. You're welcome. Uh, what was her response to the Green River? They liked it. They drank it. However, I do think it affected them. Uh, there were there were stomach issues soon after that. Really? So, yeah. Shit, Not I can't talk about that. Like, They're going to watch uh, this in 20 years and be like, Dad, talk about that. But yeah, it's like, it's yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, boy. There's your pop, your diet pop. Oh, 
I, I, you know, I had quit, quit pop for a long time. Uh, cause working at a restaurant, you get, you get free, like, at, you know, at, at a corporate restaurant. Um, I was drinking a lot of it in the day. Yeah. Uh, so I quit cold Turkey. Didn't touch it for like five, six years. And then I, I'll introduce it back. And I, I'm trying to do like, you know, a can every couple of days. I do fine. Well, when I was when I was in my twenties, I mean, straight up like two liter a night, you know. Oh, or two liter Al, a night, easy. I remember like high school, like you know, we a buddy would be over and we're playing Nintendo all night, mm-hmm. and I mean, we're my mom's like, I better you know, you better not go to the fridge, you know, again because no more pop tonight. Like, so we'd go there and we'd like grab a bucket of them and bring a bucket out, and then we'd each have like three or four of those in a night. Mountain Dew. Like, why are kids... Oh, it's a, I, I couldn't even come near doing anything. I, shit, I have one a night and I'm, I'm wired. We used to have a friend who... who uh, he would get hyper-medication at night to, to knock him out, you know, to, to fall asleep. And we'd spend the night at his house. And his stepdad... Uh, we'll just call him Lenny. His stepdad, Lenny, uh, you know, he always had good stuff. So he would, so our friend would take his pills and pass out. We would go upstairs and we'd bust into the, uh, to the refrigerator and the freezer and in the freezer were, were tubs of ice cream, pints of ice cream, like multiple different kinds. And every one of them had a, had a side on it for Lenny only do not touch. So we would all be like, well, we can't, well, you know, so we would all take one scoop from every every bite of ice cream, thinking we were like on the slide. So oh we, we man, ice cream. that's amazing. Uh, uh, good like, old days. I wonder what Mike. There's going to be things like that. Hopefully, hopefully, shit's that innocent for the most part. Like that's the goal. Like hopefully. So Wilson that. says, Wilson, he's right here. Root beer is next because root beer then leads to the root beer float. When we finally oh, yeah. combine their ultimate, we give them ice cream That's and amazing. soda at the same time. Is this, I'm at that birthday is party. This the new I'm just, that. Is this the new justice for Hazel? Oh, yeah. Like well, that's root the beer float? Yeah, that's amazing. That's the ultimate, man. That's so anyway, I definitely didn't want to get him a pop again the next day. Uh, yeah. You know, so I just, I went for the ice cream, which may also may not have been the best choice. But they needed something. They needed a treat. So I bring that back and come to find out, apparently, I hadn't. I hadn't talked with Lauren about bringing it back then. Like she was expecting to get settled in. And then the ice cream is what settles them back down so we can keep them there longer. That makes sense. Right, Al? Like if they start getting a little restless, like, Hey, chill for a little bit longer and we'll get some ice cream. Cause you don't want to, you don't want to bother people near you, Al. You've been to an event where there's kids next to you and yeah. sometimes they can be annoying. So we want to like have fun, but also in the way that like, it's like, Oh, these kids are having fun and, and I'm enjoying the show myself. Well, that goes back to my point of just don't bring the kids next time. Oh, man. We got to fly with them, Al. No, you really don't. You can leave them with the neighbors and go fly yourself. No, we've got to fly with them. The kids don't need to go on vacation to Arizona. You can put them in a a, a cage, a kettle cage. No, you You can't put them in a daycare. You leave them with daycare. Why don't you drop them off here? How long are they going to be gone? Uh, Six nights. Are they potty trained yet? Yeah, mainly. All right, yeah. They, they dress themselves. They they don't Do wipe. They like playing with the cat. They you can can't. Play with the cat. I don't. I don't think you'd feel comfortable. They, yeah, they can't wipe their butts yet. Well, they could use the litter box. It, it <laughs> Larger. Get out of here. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, 
that's there's a pitch for a show right there is larcher having to watch a kid that's like yeah. that's like an 80s movie right there that is all right kid. Buck. yeah it's uncle buck it's completely uncle buck chris is heading out good night buddy yeah yeah we're, not I, yeah, we're this show ended what a half hour ago somewhere yeah, in there yeah. i don't know why i was so hey i've enjoyed it um Hang on a second, bud. Let me let me let let's let's sign off properly. I wanna I wanna chat uh after for just a moment or two. Uh, yeah. If you have a chance. And we'll be back next week, six thirty PM Central. Is that right, Al? That's right. Thanks for watching. I, I enjoyed all the conversation. I enjoyed all the folks in the Twitch chat. Join in on that if you'd like to come have some fun. Well, buddy, anything else? Nope, I'm, I'm out of fix. There's nothing to say. I'm Clark Lawrenson, and that's good night. Oh, does that work? <laughs> <laughs>